Hello, welcome to Vivian Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I am the resident Spielberg enthusiast, Justin Kizan. We got a big one today. Yeah, dude. Another uh, big one. Yeah. It's back-to-back big ones. Back-to-back. Uh, I forgot to open my notes the right page. So, <laughs> excuse me, I'm a little distracted there. Go, I found him. Um, FYI, uh, we teased something else. It didn't work out for no. both of us from the last episode, if you were paying attention. Um, we were trying to do the... We had plans to try to do the the Raiders double feature at the Cinda Family, in yeah. which it was going to be the Raiders remake, the the, in, the famous uh, yeah. remake fan film done by twelve year olds to eighteen year olds, <laughs> uh, and then the documentary. But for both me and Matt, it did not work out. Didn't pan out. Didn't pan uh, out. Um, we might do. You it. did. Pro- all we promised was a special treat, and I say every episode of Beverly Hills Spielberg is a special treat. Oh, see, we love <laughs> you guys. It's a special treat. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, no, but, but this. But I mean, this, this is a big one. This is a big one. Yeah, yeah. Um, how did you feel about this film prior to rewatching it for oh. the podcast? Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, you don't. You don't forget. <laughs> um, uh, something that like this hit a child, perfect child sweet spot. Yeah. This bad, like Jurassic Park, sure. like Hook hooked me. Yeah, pun intended. <laughs> there we go. But Hook, de- but I don't know something crazy. That year, before Jurassic Park came out, like Fever Pitch. Yeah, like, and it's crazy for me to think that because I, I was a, I'm a scaredy cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the idea of something that is inherently very frightening. Yeah, uh, was like I was counting the days, you know, begging the family. So I. Um, I, I, yeah, to, to say that I have a strong, a child, a strong nostalgic attachment to yeah. Jurassic Park is, is putting it mildly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about you, Matt? Uh, like you, a big, big fan of this, uh, movie as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't really old enough when it came out. It, 93, right? 93, yeah. So I would have been two when it came out. <laughs> but there, it was a huge VHS movie for me. Yes. And I remember when Lost World came out, when was that? Uh, like three years after that. So two years after that, probably. Mm, okay. Yeah. And it, must have, it must have been the VHS release of, of Lost World. I really, yeah. really wanted to see it. But my mom kept saying, it's too scary for you. It's too scary for you. And I wasn't scared of movies, but but I, that was a huge... That's the thing I've noticed with Spielberg sequels with me. is mm-hmm. My mom didn't want me to watch Temple of Doom. <laughs> she didn't want me to watch Lost World. I was always getting hooked with these first ones. But, but definitely Jurassic Park was like a big, big movie for me yeah. on VHS as a kid. Uh, and then later in life, watching it again, it, mm-hmm. it didn't hold up as well. Yeah. Uh, and that was the thing where I sorry guys, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that bandaid off right now. <laughs> the fact that me and Matt both already agreed on that, and I we'll, we'll get to and, the, and we'll get to that talk about the fandom in a little bit. So right. yeah, here's the weird thing about it too mm-hmm. is. Th- I always thought of this movie as something that oh people tend to like this movie more than I do <laughs> because that would so that would always come up when I talk to you about it because for mm-hmm. me it is a movie that doesn't hold up well and then yet talking to you in the lead up to this yeah. first when Jurassic World came out and then just a few kind of times since then yeah. I kind of get the feeling that currently I may like this movie more than you do I think oh I think I know why too <laughs> <laughs> which I is it's same here <laughs> there um okay so here's a, yeah upon revisiting the movie yeah. um. Here's the hilarious part about this. I know I have a theory as to why you're feeling your feelings of the movie haven't gotten to be rosier. <laughs> Is it because of a certain sequel reboot? Oh, because that's a bad movie, and this maybe looks a little better by comparison. Okay, so yes, Jurassic World. We're talking about Jurassic <laughs> yeah, World, yeah. <laughs> which we did an episode on. Actually. Yeah, Our, um, yeah. It's surprising. I'm rewatching it last night, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, and I haven't seen Jurassic World since it came out. 
For good reason. For good reason. <laughs> um, but I'm watching it, and it's hitting me. <laughs> it's hitting me what I thought Jurassic World felt short of. Yeah. And what this, in hindsight, is mm-hmm. still better at. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally with you. Like, yeah. There's a period. I would say... Uh, Cerritos Town Center uh, in our local theater they did like kind of a fun revival thing and one you know they did uh, they did Back to the Future which I was all in mm-hmm. sorry we haven't done enough so yeah <laughs> um, well, we can't <laughs> it's it's because we we have to set that episode because once we start doing it we will never stop yeah, doing it yeah we will do that episode until we die yeah I'm just FYI it's like, again we we warn you if you thought the Jaws episode was long if you you were wondering why the Hook episode was shockingly long wait till if we get to the Back to the Future app um, yeah uh, uh, someone I know once pitched me the idea of a podcast where this was pre-worst idea of all time and it's a different <laughs> idea because it's a good movie yeah. but the idea was to, a podcast where we literally just talk about Back to the Future 2 every single episode <laughs> and that, that podcast is not going to happen but not because I don't think I could do that <laughs> um, but anyway no um, you know, they, so anyway go back to my point it's like Back to the Future I'm all in always that's my favorite film of all time yeah. but then like oh we go, hey we're going to do the they're going to do Jurassic Park next week. I went, oh. And this cool. is like 10 years ago. I went, yeah, sure. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? And I'm like, oh, you don't like the movie? No, I like it. No, I like the movie. <laughs> and it's, it's telling, that, that, because I, I, I get the sense from you too, that mm-hmm. it was such a huge thing for me as a kid. Yeah. That now it's just like, oh yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and agreed. No, with Jurassic World, it does make all of a sudden I'm like, hey, I'm rewriting my feelings again on the film. Because <laughs> what I'm seeing, uh, what works, works way better now in comparison. Yeah, it's like how I liked Superman more after I saw Man of Steel because <laughs> I, I saw how wrong it could be. <laughs> Boom, there you go. <laughs> uh, Jurassic World's not as bad as Man of Steel, to be fair. To be fair, but. But it's not. It's bad. It's it bad. Is, it is bad. It, it's, it's a movie that I. It's funny. I was I, when I thought listened to our episode Jurassic World. We were actually shockingly more kind to it than in than how we've talked about it since. Oh yeah, I've grown to dislike it more. Yeah, no, no, me too. So uh, the more I thought about it, the more it's like, oh, the holes just keep getting bigger. Yeah, and then the issues just keep getting bigger. And uh, <laughs> are we for a weird? Because we've done Jurassic World. Yeah, we've, we're doing Jurassic Park now. Mm-hmm. We're going to do Lost World because that is also directed by Steven Spielberg. Right. Um, is are we gonna do Jurassic Park three at some point <laughs> are we as a bonus, or do we just leave a weird hole in the series? <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll leave it up to that point. Yeah. How yeah. recently have you seen Jurassic Park three? Oh my god, not a long time. Yeah, I have not. Oof. Like so, chunks, maybe. Okay. Yeah. But I, I, re- I rewatched it. it before I saw World. Okay. Um, it's not great. <laughs> uh, and that was a weird one, too, where I, the last time I'd seen it was when it came out, when I was, like, ten or whatever. Yeah. And I loved it then, because I was an idiot ten-year-old. <laughs> uh, and let me tell you, if you if you haven't seen that movie since you were a child, it doesn't hold up in Part 3. You might be able to convince yourself, well, like, Joe Johnson did Captain America, and that's a great movie, yeah. so I believe in him. Mm-hmm. No, he shouldn't, because it's a bad movie. <laughs> um, okay, but Jurassic Park. Just, yeah, let's, get, let's, let's dive, get into Jurassic Park. Let's dive into this. Um, movie begins. We're on Isla Nublar. Mm-hmm. Are you... I feel like we're already confronting the, the, the thing that the, there's a bigger fandom that, that exists outside of let's us. Let's go. You want to do that? Let's dive into that a little bit before... Do you... Can you easily remember the names of the islands as distinct from each other? Because I never can. No, no. 
No. Um, but there, a lot of people can. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> a lot of people are like, uh, hey, idiots, of course it's Island New Blonde in this movie. Uh, and it's, I don't remember the name I'm of the other I'm very good friends with a dude uh, who is a huge Jurassic Park guy. Yeah. He has the Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> um, the show that you and me both uh, guest hosted, uh, or got a bit of guest on, which is uh, 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 Geek Supreme. Oh, so we're here for Does Justin have the Jeep? No, no, not Justin. Okay. Not, not, not Justin. Um, the Super Geek Supreme. Um, he was the boss. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He's the, the, the podcast that me and Matt also did a uh, guest since on uh, where we were the end boss on a certain nerd subject. And uh, I will be an upcoming guest on the show as well. The once and future guest oh, on the show. So I'll get that plug in. Are you doing another episode? Yeah, I'm, uh, I haven't recorded it yet, but I, I will be doing another episode. The Bond one's so good, by the way. Yeah, it was a lot of fun for me to do. <laughs> yeah, was, I'm a big fan of his Bond episode. <laughs> but um, my buddy also uh, did the Jurassic Park episode. Uh, okay. And let me tell you... Do I know this person? I feel like I've seen pictures of you, the Jeep you, on You Facebook. probably might have seen pictures with me him on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> but like, uh, my buddy Scott, huge Jurassic Park yeah. guy. And like when I listened to his episode, mm-hmm. I was like... Literally in my car, going. Why do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> like he knew data, like how many clicks something took, or oh something like that. Numbers. And so clearly, what a nerd. <laughs> if <he's, laughs> so if he's listening to this episode, which I'm hesitant to let him listen to, yeah. <laughs> um, but he's a friend of yours. He's a friend of mine, and he likes Jurassic Park. This is true. So he might. Yeah. Uh, but my man, oh man. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, we don't know the island. Do you know the other <laughs> island's name off the top of your head? Site B. <laughs> but it's it's Isla something. It has well. another name, like an official and name. I don't remember it. Yeah, I don't remember Sorry, it. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Well, well, it'll Listen, come up we were talking about the film. Time. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about the film as a whole, not this the minutia. <laughs> Isla New Blar. New Blar. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> go. Paul Blart New Blart. I had to say it. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> they're taking a, 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 one of these dinos. They're doing mm-hmm. some kind of transport operation. Yeah. And uh, it grabs a dude. This is a, this is a good scene. This is a good scene. Uh, right. We get uh, we see just the eye of the raptor through the cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is good. And this is this is Spielberg. This is the good Spielberg. Where he's like, I'm going to tease him a lot. I'm going to show him mm-hmm. just an eye. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to see any dinos yet. No, 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 I'm no. I'm going to give you a dino in the first minute. No. Colin Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ooh, Matt's calling it out. <laughs> uh, and we um, also get our, our introduction to, to Muldoon. Yes, that is correct. Mm-hmm. Muldoon, who I would arguably kind of the quint of the film. Yeah, that's, that's there's a lot of this movie where it's like... Alright, sorry. Scott, what's your friend's name? Right? My buddy's name's Scott, yeah. It's feel, there's a lot of most of this film where it feels like it's trying to be Jaws with dinos, but it's not as good as Jaws, even with the dinos. <laughs> it's It's Jaws on land. Yeah. <laughs> land Jaws. S- well, SNL already made that movie. It was called Land Shark, and it was funny. Um... So we get a, a little, a nice little tease here with the Dino Eye. Yeah. Uh, and then we're, we we see the the dickhead lawyer character. Is our next thing. He's being like pulled in on a raft yeah. to uh, uh, an amber mine, mm-hmm. which is the I, I would say a famously uh, maybe an infamous aspect of the film. And I feel like a lot of people mock the mm-hmm. whole I amber thing. Now. Oh sure. Uh-huh. Which I think is like sh- sh- fucking sure the science doesn't hold up, but I st- I still think that's cool the, I, the whole amber that, idea. To me, it's like that's the literal definition of science fiction. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that, this is a classic sci-fi concept. Yeah. I really dig it. No, it's like listen, there is some science to the theory. Yeah, it's not 
possibly true anymore, but there is some science, and this is the fiction part of it. Yeah, it's just, it's just plausible <laughs> enough that you can still it, it can still be cool. Yeah, because if it was if it was if it was more plausible, it wouldn't be cool. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the lawyer's there because um uh there was a, in the opening scene we know, you know one of the coworkers one of the workers have died. Yeah. Well, with the the thing that always acted in my head, Muldoon going shoot. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Shoot! <laughs> um, so the lawyers here to basically point out there's a big ass lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> and John, investors, Hammond, yeah, I have to talk to that fucker right now because the investors are worried about some <laughs> liabilities with a capital L. <laughs> and uh, there's he's talking to one of the guys with the head who's in the head of the dig, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm like, well, John left. What do you mean, John left? <laughs> he's got to take care of his his daughter who's having a divorce. Seeding." <laughs> um, <coughs> Excuse me. And so you know he's taking care of that right now. But he's like, well, I, apparently he's. We have to try to. You know, the, the investors are like excited and worried. Uh, we have to try to get some outside yeah. sources to confirm if the park yeah. is good to go. And what, what are you thinking of? Well, I'm thinking possibly Alan Grant. <laughs> Yeah. It's literally the guy's reaction. It's like, yeah. good luck. Good luck. Yeah, good luck getting him out of Montana. Yeah. Uh, and I, I believe I also throw around the name Ian Malcolm here, too. Yeah, that's oh, right. We, we, we Ian's name, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Ian's name's there as well. What? Okay. Uh, <laughs> For a second, I said, what did I write here? Uh, so, okay, after that, we, we, we go to meet Dr. Alan Grant mm-hmm. on site in Montana, digging up some bones. Yeah. That little brush that those archaeologists like to use. Mm-hmm. That's some... The stuff that, like, pretty much every kid in the audience like, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a weird thing, too, kind of with uh, 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 with his hat here. This is kind of like real Indiana Jones in a weird way. <laughs> um, so uh, he, he takes some bone, like, okay, we're ready for the computers now. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was that weird period in the late 80s, early 90s, where, like, it was a cool thing to have your protagonist hate computers. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see, like, John McClane, Alan Grant. Right. It was just, like, a weird thing of, like, America was afraid of computers. So to prove that your your leading man was, like, a tough man's man is he, he doesn't understand computers, because that's... <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's like, no. That's for fancy boys. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, though, like, he's like, oh, if, we, we, if, the, if we, the scanner, like, they shoot a scannery type thing into yeah. the ground... And he's like, oh, with this, we don't even need to be bare to the, uh, bury stuff anymore. Where's the fun in that? Yeah. Quotes Alan Grant. Yeah. <laughs> touches the TV and it, it waves. And he's like, oh, I, what did I do? Yeah. Technology frightens and confuses uh, me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> me, me caveman. It's technology scary. <laughs> um, and then Grant introduces a theory that, ironically, again, will be another thing that, that people like like to point out the inaccurate science of Jurassic Park, <laughs> the whole dinosaur-bird connection. Like, the idea that they evolved into birds. Yes. Which, now he's like, it's, I think there's some truth to the idea that there's a similarity to birds. Yeah. But the idea that they turned eventually into birds, yeah. I think that theory's been thrown out the water. Yes. Um, but, no, it's... You know, but the now is now. Here's where I don't know science enough. Sure, but it seems to be the leaning now is that they did probably have feathers. Back yeah, in the day, yeah. Like yeah. the idea that that dinosaurs may not have been scaly, scaly, but like yeah. more like feathered, feathered, maybe plumes at least. Yeah, that's why a couple more uh, recent pictures of like T. Rexes and raptors all have like uh, assumed plumes on their heads. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, he's pointing out the fact that like oh yeah, no wonder they turn into birds. Like they'll learn how to fly. Yeah. And some fucking some. Dipshit kid. <laughs> Which is really, this is a nice little warning foreshadowing, because guess mm-hmm. what? You're going to see some dipshit kids yeah. in this movie. I, I, no, I'm jumping ahead a little, but yeah. I, I hate these fucking kids. <laughs> I hate every child in this movie, including the ones who star, including the great Dustin Moskowitz, because he was in the social network, a fact that I just recently learned. Wait, he's in this? 
The yeah, the the little kid, the mm-hmm. little boy, Tim. I don't know yeah. why I'm pretending I don't know his name. Yeah. Tim grew up to be uh, Dustin Moskowitz. Yeah, Justin Mazzello, the actor. Uh, For some reason yeah. I know that. <laughs> Dun- yeah. That's the actor's name in the social network, one of my favorite movies of all time. He oh, plays, that's right. He plays Dustin Moskowitz, who is one of the members of like, the core Facebook you're team. Totally I you totally you're totally right about that. I remember that now. And he was in a movie called Simon Birch that was big in this Christian household growing up, but <laughs> that no one else seems to have seen. Uh Jim Carrey was at the end of it. Is that true? Yeah. I didn't know that. And yeah. I watched the movie a bunch as a kid. That's not Sam Birch. It's all right. It's Ashley not, Judd. No, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> you don't have Ashley to say Judd? it's all right. I haven't seen it in like two decades. It's, <laughs> a, it's a very Christian movie about a little boy who gives his life to save a bus full of kids. And in that way, is a better Superman movie. <laughs> um, spoiler alert for the ending of Simon Birch, by the way. <laughs> um... <laughs> <coughs> anyway, uh, Grant scares the shit out of this kid, uh, and then a helicopter lands, yeah. and fucks up their dig, mm-hmm. and guess who is just in the in the trailer helping himself to some champagne? Is <laughs> John Hammond, mm-hmm. played by the ever, ever incredible Richard Attenborough. That's, that's correct. <laughs> Did he pass away recently? He passed away in 2010, I believe. Okay, yeah. I couldn't remember how recently. Or maybe even 2014. Very. Well, you just gave me yeah. a wide range there, Frank. Yeah, I just realized that, like, because I, I looked it up too. I know he passed away, but I know that. Uh, yeah, I was pretty sure he did, but I, I, yeah, I couldn't remember how recent it was. Um, I know it was so recent that, like, obviously there was uh, the idea 2014. So, yeah. Mm. 90. He fucking he made it a while. He kicked yeah. there in a while. Mm-hmm. He's really good in this film. He's great in this film. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, I know we, we, we've set ourselves up as the haters of this film, uh, but there's a lot of good here. Yeah. Um, so John Hammond's there. He's like, fucking, we're celebrating. We're drinking champagne. Champagne. Mm-hmm. Sh- champagne. <laughs> this is my friend Sam Payne. Like, watch the extended cut. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. Don't do that one. Guess what? We're celebrating because you bitches are going to Jurassic Park, and I'm going to fund your shit for three years. <laughs> Which basically meant Alan and Ellie. Oh, yes. Also Ellie. Yes. Yeah, we have, yeah, we have to mention uh, Laura Dern uh, as Ellie. Yeah. Uh, Ellie, who's both of them are kind of going, I'm sorry, what the hell's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Like she's and then a what's paleon botanist? Is that how you call mm-hmm. it? Is yeah, that yeah. How you she's just... a botanist. Yeah. yeah, but for di- she's a dinosaur botanist. She's a dinosaur bot- botanist. And she yeah, dinosaur plants. And yeah, and like Hammond's, it's almost like they're both like just ready to they say everything. No, we're fine. We don't know what you're. I'm sorry. You're gonna do what now? <laughs> <laughs> Hammond just makes it rain funding. <laughs> <laughs> if he can just yeah. do that. Yeah, he's like, like he's got a bunch of grants printed yeah, out grants, which is appropriate for Dr. Allen. Absolutely. Yeah, just making it rain. Making it rain. Making it rain. Um. Uh, so, so they, they agree, they agree. yeah because yeah. they're like fucking three years of funny well, where's the plane mm-hmm. um, oh there's a nice moment here where in I think in this this weird little detail this bit of dialogue where Hammond is trying to be I guess uh, polite to these Americans he says <laughs> schedule and then we stop I'm sorry schedule, schedule. <laughs> yeah um, one thing I add, add to about the t- uh, the frightening of the little child <laughs> sure uh, one it does a couple of nice setups mm-hmm. it sets you up as to Kind of what to expect when a raptor attacks you. Yes. Because uh, the raptor does do exactly that, what Grant describes later in the film. Exactly. Uh, and then the second, um, it does establish as Grant's... Uh, hates kids. Hates kids. Fucking hates them. He hates children. Something you and him apparently agree upon in this film. <laughs> in this film, yes, very much so. That is, I think, one of the great failures of this film, is I don't buy that Grant would come around to these kids, because these kids suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. They do. Um... Next up, we get our introduction to mm-hmm. Dennis Nedry, oh played by the great Wayne Knight. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about Nedry as a whole? Nedry is 
a plot device that needed to make the film keep going into worse. <laughs> Here's what I would argue. Sure. Nedry is a plot device they didn't even need to make the film keep going. Because if the point is... Because here's the thing, and I guess this is a little skipping ahead, too. Sure. But Hammond has that moment when they're in the diet, when they're eating the melting ice cream, mm-hmm. where he says, like, I'm going to do it again, and I'm not going to hire a fucking idiot like Dennis Nedry. Yeah. He's right. Well, like, <laughs> the only reason the plan failed is because of Nedry, I feel. Yeah. I feel like it kind of cheapens the point. If the point is, like, don't play God... No, like, yeah. don't hire the guy who's obviously going to betray you. <laughs> and it's a thing where I'm like, I have to do a little research on that, but I'm wondering if Nedry's a film decision. If yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if he was in the book. Either. Yeah, and that's kind of where I feel like that's <laughs> interesting. That's the thing that we should probably think about, right? Is like, yeah. if this is a character that was made for the film, mm-hmm. then clearly you're creating this character because you feel like the audience needs this character. Yeah. And it's a case where I, I can see what you're saying, where it's like, you don't, if the point of the movie is don't be, if you're, you're, you're you know, don't, don't don't correct nature. Yeah. Don't don't tease nature. Yeah. Nature is its own thing, yeah. and nature had a reason that dinosaurs stopped existing. Mm-hmm. Um, that should be your folly. That's yeah. enough. Yeah. Like bad luck or wrong. Well, Hamilton for it. I'm very obsessed with Hamilton. Oh right my now. god. Okay. So I um, can't promise I, that I'm I, not I, going to sing more Hamilton listen, throughout listen, this episode. I'm listen. I listen. I, okay. Listen. It's between you and me. All right. Yeah. I was like, I just started. It's like infecting my head right oh, now. Sure. No, I started late too. I mean, I started like two months ago at this point, but yeah. that was still late on the Hamilton game. Yeah. It's gonna get you. You're gonna catch. Oh it, no, 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 so no, no, bad. It's already here. It's, gonna, it's, it's so good. Right? I just get my shot. No, it's already. I'm sorry, it's Jurassic there. Park. I know it's Jurassic Park, but like, listen, right, listen. If, if we just want to let Hamilton hijack this episode, <laughs> I'm so okay with that. Holy shit, it's I, so good. I just like I listened to the album and I listened to it again, and then the second time was when I'm like. All of a sudden, they won't leave. Yeah, it's not leaving the brain. Sticking, of course, it's sticking not. around. Of course, it's not. sticking around. <laughs> you know, what? it's just playing in your head nonstop. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay, All right, we're back. We're back. Back. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Nedry. Nedry. Uh, I feel like he's a film invention. Yeah, and you I, got that feeling, right? Yeah. Um, and here's the thing: I love Wayne Knight, mm-hmm. and I even I like his performance in this. Yeah, but it's just so unnecessary. He's I feel. classically I am the dipshit that's going to fuck things up. It, it's I mean, so obvious. It is yeah. just like, hey, everybody, we're building momentum, fun's happening, but let's just stop for five minutes to watch a fat guy fall down. That's <laughs> all it is. Here's the thing, and it kind of goes back to Jaws, um, mm-hmm. and why is quote unquote a lesser Jaws, right? Yeah. Um, we have the mayor. And if anything, Mayor is similar to Hammond in one yeah. regard. Like, and that is the one aspect where I would say Dress Park is kind of equal to Jaws. For mm-hmm. me, and that I really love John Hammond. Yeah. yeah. And I, 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 you know what? Fuck it, though. <laughs> Larry Vaughn's still better. <laughs> I can't, you know, as much as I love John Hammond, I can't yeah. like, nah, Larry Vaughn's better, though. <laughs> but, it's, but, 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 but that's the thing, right? You have these two characters who have very similar... Uh, points of view in the storyline is that they're both thinking for the public. They're both thinking for uh, not really themselves. Well, John Moore himself, I guess we argue. But like, the idea is that like something had to give uh, for them to change their mind about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, the mayor just eventually understood that circumstances were circumstances, and bad shit just kept happening yeah. for him to for him to open his eyes and go, "All right, get him." <laughs> John, uh, what ended up happening is like you. I would argue that without Dennis, you could have had John go through the same beat. The argument also could have been made that maybe that's why Stephen felt like he needed someone to put it 
to push it into the focus. Yeah. Because yeah, I can even imagine, ah, but that's just the mayor and Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm with you, too. So in the end, I was like, yeah, it's all right. If you just rip yourself off, dude, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, uh, I'm trying to figure out if he was... If uh, you're looking it up, too, if he's a... Yeah. He was in the book. I, all, <clears throat> my only confirmation for that is a headline from a story that just says, Dennis Nedry was an everyman hero in the Jurassic Park novel. So Side it note, seems like he was in the book, but was a very different character. Side note, though. Did you ever feel sorry for the poor sap who ate the pie that he put... Oh, the, that he put the barbersaw on? Yeah. Yeah, because that is in this scene that we're technically talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Uh... I well as a kid I didn't because I didn't know what Barbara saw was. Yes, yeah, and I think I thought it was whipped cream. <laughs> it looked like whipped cream. Like I could have been that. I could have been that to the point where in real life, if I had seen a can of Barbara saw all the time, I probably would have put her on a pie because I thought it was whipped cream. Right, right. Um, yeah, no. I, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I that haunts me. That that always that's something I've always been curious. Like, what happened to that guy? But I'll tell you who. I mean, theoretically, who would eat this pie? Because it's a pie that is already on this table. Yeah. So it would have to be it would have to be someone coming along for a discarded pie anyway. That's true. The only listen when you when you eat discarded food, and I'm not judging people. <laughs> Lord knows I've eaten some discarded food in my time. <laughs> but when you're eating discarded food, you know that there's a risk factor associated with it. I, I would almost assume too. And there are things that like listen, it's whipped cream. It doesn't stay. It's it's shaving cream. Shaving it doesn't look. <laughs> sorry, it looks like whipped cream. It's a pie. Yeah, it, it's shaving cream. It's eventually it doesn't hold that shape for that long. So I'm assuming if it gets to the customer. It will become obvious that it's bubbly. Yeah. <laughs> made out of soap. So I, I wouldn't know that because I've never put shaving cream on anything but a face. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Oh, no. Usually, as a child, I, I used to fuck around with shaving cream. Okay. Like, I used to, like, like my dad get very angry at me because he would notice, like, where's my shaving cream? And then he would, like, look at the sink and we see remnants of it because I was clearly like, what's it? Sure. <laughs> um, there's a little bit of little. Justin's childhood. Yeah, yeah, this is a childhood flashback. Um. Okay, who, who do we meet next but Ian fucking, fucking Malcolm. Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So there, I, who would be the Malcolm equivalent in Jaws? Because I, I don't know if there is one. Um, The closest, actually. Well, no. The closest one would be um, Richard Dreyfuss' character. Yeah, but fucking... Oh, look, hold on, look. I'm not saying <laughs> he ain't better than Matt. I'm just saying that's the equivalent. <laughs> I don't think so, because I, I think... Dreyfus's core or Hooper's core Hooper, yeah. character trait mm. is like smart, and Ian's definitely. I mean, I know he's a he's a well, chaostician, <laughs> but I would not call his key trait smart. I would definitely, definitely call it cool or sexy. The two, yes. First off, yes. <laughs> yeah. First off, yes. But second, the only reason I was like, okay, they it's it's a small element they both share, which mm. is the idea that they're both there to say. This is what's happening, and you're ignoring it. Yeah. Okay. And that's minor. Like, yeah. in the lo- like and, Hooper, and we're gonna talk about Ian Malcolm because here's the thing yeah, about yeah, Ian Malcolm. Yeah. Unlike Han Solo. Yeah. Where like Han Solo is so fucking cool mm-hmm. that nothing he can do will ever be wrong to sure. me. <laughs> I will never see him as creepy. I will never see him as dumb. Mm-hmm. I will only ever see him as a perfect human. <laughs> Ian Malcolm, on the other hand. I don't agree with his point. And here's no. the thing. Like, yeah. I guess this is one of my issues with, with Jurassic Park, is that I'm always fully on board with John Hammond. I never... I, I mean, the only time I disagree with him is at the end where he's like, yeah, I am closing the park. Because I, I still think it's a good idea and you should open the park. And I guess that's why... And we'll get into this more when, I, when we kind of get to the end of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... And then the other thing is, like, when he's hitting on, um... Ellie. Yeah, mm. he, he's he's a straight up creep in a way that I'm not I'm not comfortable with and I don't enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's 
I think that is the magic of Jeff Goldblum, is that he can do that creepy shit and right. still bounce back from it. Right. But in those moments, I am definitely not on board with Ian Malcolm. <laughs> but I am fully on board with him in this first scene, because yeah. this is where he has classic... <laughs> it's, no, it's literally, I imagine the script that David Cope wrote was like, and was like, we got Jeff Goldblum? All right, let me just change one little... <laughs> yeah. He does a Jeff Goldblum laugh. Yeah. He laughs <laughs> Jeff Goldblumly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it's... Yeah, it's a verb. Yeah. You know, I'll go with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian Malcolm, he scores in this scene. Yeah. Um, I've written down the word chaosition because what a ridiculous thing to claim to be. Um, um, it's kind of funny. To, it's also kind of nice because, like, Alan is definitely just... You can look at Alan Grant in the episode, Sam Neill, just kind of going, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because as as Hammond brings up, I bring scientists, you bring a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, he's not wrong there. No. <laughs> um, and this, this scene also has the moment, the little secret sneaky foreshadowing moment where yeah. uh, Grant has two female ends of a seatbelt, mm-hmm. and he can't, he, they don't seem to work, right. and he finds a way. It's actually, that's one of those things I didn't catch on yeah. as, a, as a nice little early hint yeah. to... Decades later, yeah, when someone brought that up to me, and I went, "I'm oh, a shit, holy yeah. shit, I'm an idiot." Yeah, I never saw that, but that's actually really great foreshadowing. Yeah, that's it's really fantastic. Yeah, um, why did I write down the word? Oh, Bront. I thought it said Brent, but it's Bront for Brontosaurus. Ah, because ah. <laughs> they get to the island. Ah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get our first full look at a dinosaur. This is a great, and I believe it's actually a Brachiosaurus, as the as, as, as would film. later as outsmart me and point out. <laughs> I wrote down Brontosaurus, and by the way, including my childhood, I've seen this film probably at least like 20 times, <laughs> and I still wrote down Brontosaurus like a fucking moron. It's like, that didn't stick. No. Your brain still brought Brontosaurus. Don't learn paleontology from Jurassic Park, kids, because it won't stick. Uh, many paleontologists will probably tell you that. <laughs> um, no, this is a great moment. Yeah. This is, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you can, this is literally, this is quintessential Stephen. Yeah. It's like, this is why Spielberg saw the book and went, ha! Yeah. And then this is the moment. Yeah. This is the moment where you build up. It's just this great build up to it, right? Yeah. It's just like everyone's in the car. Like Al, It takes like Alan and Malcolm to kind of stop literally what they're doing. Yeah. Jaws agape. Ellie's in... Uh, she's talking about... She's like, she's, she's still fucking marking out about the plants. Yeah. There's like, like, this, these plants shouldn't be here. These plants can't exist anymore. That's why it's so good when like <laughs> Alan's literally just... He can't say the words, shut up. He just he, grabs he, her head. Twist. <laughs> says, look at this. I, there's something so humanly cute about Alan just pointing a, it's a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's such a, it is such a great move of like, oh, I feel like a lesser director would have shown the T-Rex first, or would yeah. have shown the raptor first. Yeah. No, they show the brontosaurus, excuse me. The brachiosaurus. So the brachiosaurus first. Yeah. Because it's, it's that wisdom, no, this is enough. Like, this yeah. is amazing enough. Yeah. And so you get that big, huge, great reveal. Mm-hmm. And guess what, guys? You still have the T-Rex ahead of you. Yeah, I know. Uh, this is what's so great about this moment. It, it shows the awe. Yeah. It, it, and, and there's I love that low angle shot mm-hmm. to really get the size mm-hmm. so that you can see Alan and Ellie like below it. Yeah. And and they're, I know what's also cool is that they're, they're already going, oh, look, 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 all this shit yeah. that we've been saying for years is right. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what's really great about it. You realize that they are, we didn't have the word back then, but we have it now. They're nerding out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are marking out, they're geeking out yeah. and freaking out. 
because they're seeing what they've been studying do people, for real. <laughs> but do people who uh, either aren't wrestling fans or don't have friends who are wrestling fans know the term marking out? Because we both just used oh, it. Oh, shoot, we did. Uh, that is a wrestling you term. Want to confirm that? You want to explain that real quick, marking out? Well, marking out, a mark is someone who like buys into the storyline of wrestling. So marking out is like when you're just really buying into the hype, basically. Yeah. That's marking out. There we go. And maybe uh, you know that and maybe we're, we're over-explaining. But I, 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 I want to be know. safe on this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I have friends who are into wrestling. You... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm into wrestling, so that's why we both know these things. Yeah. But, uh, um, but maybe it is a term that everyone knows. Yeah, but anyway, let's. You know, it's a good moment, and the and the music's rising. Yeah, and 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 Richard gets to deliver like the, the iconic delivered line of "Welcome to Jurassic Park," and then we get that amazing like herd shot. Yeah, nah, uh, and um, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's this is some this it goes some down primo yeah. Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then right after that we get one of one of my favorite scenes in the film mm. where they go in for the video presentation. Yeah. Which this throughout I will say this is something that Jurassic Park does absolutely perfectly is that it nails the look and feel <laughs> of a 90s theme park. Absolutely. <laughs> because as much as I'm someone who has gone on the record as hating theme parks and does not enjoy going to them and thinks they're a dumb waste of time and you're all fools for enjoying them. So I'm going to Wizarding World on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> like, I grew up in Southern California. Is- I went to Disneyland a lot. Oh, yeah, I is- went to Knott's a lot. I yeah. even went to fucking like Six Flags and Legoland and SeaWorld a lot yeah. because South- Southern California. Is it, the- is it like this in other places or is this is this genuinely just like a land of theme parks? Like this, us, like like Florida. Right? Yeah. So, um, so I mean, that was definitely a huge part of my childhood was going to these places. And the, the, the they looked exactly <laughs> like they look in Jurassic Park. Those, those little, like, that little video yeah. of the explaining yeah. uh, how the DNA stuff works is very much... I remember going, well, that's on point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah they nailed the visitor center, all that stuff. Yeah. Because... No, yeah, like now I've been to yeah. I'm same with you. I've I've grown up in a music. I've grown in a music park land. <laughs> yeah. So it, it is like creepy, crazy. Like yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's what it would look like. <laughs> that is exact. If you were, if you had if a dinosaur theme park said this would this would be the exact merchandising. Yeah. Mr. DNA would be the character yeah. that leads it through. You yeah. would have a cool corny thing. And I will say like these kind of videos are the one aspects of, of amusement parks that I do enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no way to enjoy them without going to a fucking amusement park, which are the worst. <laughs> Um, so I love this. We've got Mr. DNA, who, yeah. and this is a very smart way of sort of explaining the, sci- the mm-hmm. science, the science fiction of the movie, right. uh, where Mr. DNA kind of walks us through the, the, uh, how it works. Uh, yes. Which I believe this is actually a David Coep uh, concept. Or mm-hmm. Spielberg and Coep came up with it initially. Yeah. There was a draft of script that everyone, it was more explained in very yeah. boring sounding yeah. exposition. Well, it's also like this wouldn't make sense at all in a book. So, like, that's right. that makes sense that it was invented for the movie. Yeah. So, um, no, it was definitely something that I felt like, well, why don't we do something like that? Is what the, and then Coop was the one who kind of helped devise it and, and structured it. So, um, yeah, it's actually exactly a perfect way of explaining. And if hell, if anything, they did get to teach children that yeah. did stick is the idea of DNA. Yeah. Like, I remember learning about that from this movie. So yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> neat. <Yeah. laughs> Science. Um, the, uh, also, a reference to, to the character Mr. DNA in a, in a great rap lyric by um, uh, DC Pearson on one of uh, Childish Gambino's early mixtapes. <laughs> uh, do you know the line I'm talking about? No, I don't. It's pretty great. He features on, on one of the Childish Gambino mixtapes, and he has a line, Mr. DNA, flow so Jurassic, clumsy archaeologist about to drop a classic. Ooh, That's a great line. That's good. Some props to him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the video goes on. They go for the tour. 
and almost immediately uh, after the video is over, mm. uh, Malcolm Grant and Ellie just get sick of like this tour for tourists, <laughs> and they all team up to break themselves free of the, the locking mechanism. Because there was like obviously more questions they had. They saw yeah. the the lab that was having all the eggs, and right away they're like, "Well, wait, what about this? What about this?" And John's like, "Oh, we can't really go anywhere. It's like yeah. a ride." And they're like, "We don't need this. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're scientists. I'm a chaostician." <laughs> I, I like the uh, the lawyer miss uh, saying uh, animatronic. Is, uh, it, is this like erotic? Erotic. Uh, yeah. Animatronic so No these are See you like that I thought it was funny for me I thought he was a little I didn't buy him On As being nose? that dumb <laughs> I did not buy that This character would be that dumb That's a joke That stayed with me Since I was a kid For some reason so That I flew was totally right over funny. my head As a kid I, I didn't know What the hell he was saying Well I knew he was Talking about animatronic I didn't realize The joke was autoerotic So As a kid I didn't even know What animatronics were Okay so I did So I, I didn't kinda... know that word mm. I didn't know autoerotic So it just I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> so imitate Ellie flew, flew over your head <laughs> Yeah uh, And said that it flew Right over my head as a kid, and in fact, I don't even remember that. I've I've seen it a few times uh, throughout like adulthood now, yeah. and even so, I didn't remember that line until I saw it this rewatch, <laughs> and I wasn't that impressed. Fair I'm enough. sorry to say that's okay. That's all right. Um, I've written down a word here. I'm mm-hmm. gonna let you talk because I oh hatching because an egg is hatching. Yeah, yeah, hatching. Um, this is also our, our introduction to B.D. Wong's character, who is in Jurassic World for some reason. Who is in now is some reason expanded into a weirder, longer role that yeah. makes no sense in how he was used here. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Like do it's, you think it was kind of like, oh shit, we cast like mostly just white people in this movie, we gotta get so we gotta bring someone in, and BD Wong was already on payroll. And it's like, it, I almost feel like a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with a little bit of that. Yeah. And then, obviously, it's the, like the, what's another, what's another cool nod we can do to the old, to the first film? Yeah. Let's get BD Wong. <laughs> And it's like, I like B.D. Wong. I do, too. But it's just so weird that that's what they did with the And then he expanded him in such a manner that it made no sense to me. He's like, he's all, yeah. like, like he's in charge of all this crap. and Yeah, and like, it's like, it was, so it was weird. Like, going it was going to be weird. It could have been weird good. Yeah. And instead it was weird bad. Yeah. Um, but this, we've already, we've, we've handled Jurassic World. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it was, this is a really great, again, not a really good, like, scene. Yeah. To show the science of it, to show the miracle of it. Yes. Um. It's really, really... I remember, again, really... And, you know, that's another kind of great thing about the... It's just watching the egg hatch. Yeah. Good old-fashioned Stan Winston practical yeah. puppetry. And that's another thing that this movie does really well is mix the CGI and the and the practical. It's surprising how 20 years later it still holds up. A lot yeah. of it holds up. A lot of it still looks really good. Yeah. Like, some of it still... You can, like, the daylight shots, I'd argue, yeah. are more obviously CGI. Yeah. But the night shots... Oh, they're great. They're great. <laughs> and this was 1993. Right. Well, no, there's a great bit in they're talking about in the making of where it's like, um, Dennis Muren's the one who helped devised the pitched it. Because originally, initially, they were going to do traditional stop motion. There yeah. was footage of stop motion. Yeah. And Phil Tippett is the man who was designed to do, hired to do the stop motion for the, the dinosaurs. And then Phil Tippett showed Spielberg and... Tippett. <laughs> Tippett. Tippett. Uh, showed, Tippett, of course. Uh, showed Spielberg and... Uh, no, uh, Dennis Beard showed uh, Tippett and, and Spielberg, hey, we've been developing this stuff, and he showed him the fir- uh, early, like, skeleton footage, like this, like, Galapagosaurus that the, the running guys were. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, those guys. He was, <laughs> he was he was showing them, like, footage of just skeleton running around in, like, a with a matte background of, like, a, of a picture from Hawaii, and Spielberg went, oh, shit. <laughs> and, like, leaned into the joke going, so, Phil... 
I think your job's extinct, <laughs> which is a joke. They, which is actually a, so funny that he actually put that line in exchange film. in the film. Yeah. With, I think like Malcolm pointing out the fact that, <laughs> telling that to, to Grant. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's crazy to think that yeah, like this early advancement of CGI still works, and like it was just, it was just like a gigantic gamble. Yeah, because <laughs> <No. laughs> who fucking knew what what it, what it would have looked like? Yeah. No, and who knew that was going to, like, that's the thing. That's what launched our imaginations to a billion fold. All of a sudden, we're going, those yeah. are dinosaurs. And so <laughs> fucking props to uh, to Spielberg here, because mm-hmm. look at Jurassic Park and how well it holds up now, and look at the original cut of The Phantom Menace, <laughs> and look at what fucking Jar Jar Binks looks like. <laughs> Currently, let's, ta- let's leave aside the character of Jar Jar Binks. We don't even need to get into that. Yeah. Just, like, how terrible the CGI looks, yeah. and how clearly he is not in the same room with no, Obi-Wan. No. It's, it's, you know what's good? It's and that good. was six years later. Yeah. Like, think how much technology can get better in six years. No, no totally. And I, here's the funny thing. It's like, I, I was watching this movie last night with my, my, uh, my buddy Vic, mm-hmm. and he, you know, we're talking about the they're talking about the making of, and there's all this stuff with the animatronic shark. Uh, you know, sorry, that doesn't leave like cuts my joke. Animatronic uh, like dinosaurs, and you know, talking about how you know complicated they were going to be and etc. And Vic's like, it's almost like Steven didn't learn his lesson about the shark. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, he did. He just waited for the right. He waited for technology. He got to the point where technology clearly got better. Yeah. I can almost imagine there was possibly he had a bit of a PTSD. PTSD <laughs> for never like. So we have to animatronic. <laughs> And what? Dinosaurs. And (laughs) um, for maybe a minute until he realized, oh, we've gotten better. Yeah. And Winston is, legendary Stan Winston, is at his game. Yeah. And the animatronics look really good in this film. They're amazing in this film. Um, I I wish we had more of the kind of combination of knowing when it's right to use CG and when it's right to use animatronics in a movie now. Yeah. Because even I feel like I'm going to, this is, listen, I I obviously love the film. I saw it like 20 times. Mm Mm-hmm. Seven times in theaters, Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah, my one complaint that I just can't let go of is like, why is Maz Kanata fully CGI? Yeah, <laughs> because they so mm-hmm. it, it, even if like, my it, maybe there's stuff they maybe she's. I mean, we know she's going to be in the, in the sequels. Yeah, maybe maybe at some point they want her to do something that they couldn't do with an animatronic. Because mm-hmm. at this point, even like the only thing I think of in Force Awakens that maybe would have been triggered with a puppet is like her crawling across the table. Yeah, but they did shit like that with Yoda and yeah. Jedi. I don't, yeah. so I don't see why they I couldn't have. It's, and it's like maybe I, I think the only I think they th- that was a situation where a blend of the two mm-hmm. maybe would have been better. Yeah. Oh, there's there's certain folks who really can nail that kind of blending of the two. Yeah. Uh, I would say definitely Stevens one of them. Yeah. Um, and the rest of the, uh, we're getting into Force Awakens talk because that's yeah. all I ever want to do because that movie's so good. <laughs> but uh, the rest of the movie does it so well. Like yeah. they're, they're, they do a lot of practical stuff right. in the movie that works really well. Right. I just JJ. I, I, I know. Yeah. Listen. I know what this is going to sound like mm-hmm. because it's done us so wrong in the past. But let's maybe get a special edition Force Awakens where we've replaced her with a with a Those practical. Those are some dangerous muscle. words, man. Those are some dangerous words that I haven't fully healed yet. <laughs> Listen, we still we don't we don't get rid of the original cut. That's how we fix right, this flaw. Right, right. Well, we talk, we'll talk, on that later. All right. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, and Practical Snoke. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Practical Snoke 2 as well in the special edition Star Wars. We've read the Force Awakens 7 episode with Force Awakens Blu-ray special edition. So, so Grant finds out. <laughs> yeah. In his baby, in his hand, this adorable, like... cute little dinosaur. we got to speed this up unless we want to go for another oh, two-parter, by okay. the way. So Grant finds out they have raptors. Yeah. That's the big reveal of this one. Yes. They're breeding raptors. Yes. Because yeah. guess what? Raptors are scary. Yeah. 
Um, this is also where we get the all-female reveal. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we know what happens there. Yeah. Uh, we see a feeding. Uh, we find the raptors are smart. They've been testing the fences. Mm-hmm. And this is, I mean, here's, I guess here's my problem with Jurassic Park mm-hmm. in a broad sense. Mm-hmm. Is there, there are so many great scenes. Yeah. And then there are parts that just drag. <laughs> It, here's the funny thing. It it drags, but in comparison to Jurassic World, it's funny. Oh, how, it's, I mean, he's like, it's I'm, I'm fucking keep... someone rubbed the film reels with cheetah blood because it goes <laughs> lightning fast. Well, thing, I, I I'm gonna keep bringing up Jurassic World because I feel like it's important for me to remind myself that this movie is why this what this movie does work well compared to someone who didn't nail it for me. Yeah, and like for me, it's like the pacing. Without Jurassic World, pacing is yeah. There are a couple chunks. I'm not gonna lie. The first forty minutes, I actually while rewatching it yesterday, the first forty minutes is me kind of like. Remembering to kind of stay focused. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's not that it's terrible, but it's like, yeah. I was inclined to grab my phone. No, no, yeah. no, no. Watch um. Um, anyway, so there's a big, there's this big dinner scene, lunch scene. Yeah, Malcolm's like, you guys are fucking playing God. It's too much. You got to shut it down. Shut it down. Famous line is the, you know, you, you got so preoccupied that you could. Oh, yeah. You didn't think if you should. You should. Which is a great line. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lawyers all in. Lawyer's like, we can sell, we can charge $10,000 a day for yeah. this park. And Hammond's like, slow down. So, I'm John Hammond, friend of the porn. <laughs> and he's like, sure, we can have coupon days. <laughs> well, you're a dick. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah Lawyer's a dickhead. Then we meet his shitty, shitty kids, the the, grand, the John Hammond's grandkids who so just Alex, fucking so, suck. So Lex and Tim. <laughs> I don't even want to. So, all right. So, so I, I, you've made your stance. Let me point out. so much. I'm, I'm a hacker. You made your stance clearly. I, I fucking hate these kids. <laughs> I'm okay with them. <laughs> there's okay. one. There's a Grant reaction in this first scene that I like, but only because I identify the Grant so much in, in hating these <laughs> shitty kids. Where he's like, uh, it's the kid Tim says something like, "You really think they were birds, idiot?" Mm-hmm. Like that was his tone. He didn't. Right. He didn't call Grant an idiot. And Grant just like sighs and gets out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good. That's a good physical gag. Yeah. That Sam's really good at is avoiding the children. Yeah. Um, here's the thing I really like about the film in terms of its character writing is that it's it's subtle enough. No, not with those kids. Well, those no, kids suck. I hate. They suck. I hate them, and I want them to get eaten by Tyrannosaurus Rex. The adults. Can I say the adults? Oh yeah, sure. No, the adults are great. The adults are great, and it's like there's this great bit of one of the things that's really nice is this is this tension between. That Alan uh, has this jealousy that Alan's developing against uh, with Ian because Ian is continuously hitting on Ellie. Yeah, and what I like about it is very adult actually is that it's never fully stated straight up that they're they're in a relationship. Yeah, um, it's there. There's definitely odd. Uh, yeah, like he does, and I noticed this on this watch mm-hmm. though in his in their first scene when they walk back to the computer, mm-hmm. he does grab her butt. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a little. He's like, it's like it's clearly like. It's either it's either the beginning stages of them considering it, yeah, or they are. I mean, I don't know about a butt crab. I don't know if that's considering. Why not? I mean, like, like uh, imagine you're considering. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, imagine like, you're it's Ellie it's, and you're like kind of considering going out with this dude, and then he just grabs your butt. Here's the thing: it's like either either possible hookups, but never fully making oh, a sure. real couple. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's like the idea: of, like, are we a couple, or are we just sort of enjoying each other's company? Yeah, and that's why I think it's kind of nice about this the way that it's written is that it's not really answered, and it's a weird thing where they do fucking walk that line where, despite the fact that. Like, they talk about how she wants kids and he yeah. doesn't, and yet it's still kind of ambiguous as to whether or not Right, right, no. It's that is a fucking, that's a fishing line that they're walking <laughs> across there. I don't know how they, but they do pull it off. They do pull it off. It's part of the reason why I can argue the idea that they probably weren't really a full couple yet. Yeah. Like, they were, it's like, they've obviously been around each other enough, they probably hooked <laughs> up here and there. Yeah, sorry, my dog just fell down and it made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> 
But it's it's but it's kind of clear that maybe those are the kind of questions that are kind of warming each other to figure out are yeah. we really doing this? Yeah. Um, that's why it's kind of nice that when Ian's kind of hitting on her. You know, yeah. Alan's like. <laughs> like a, there's a creepy moment that when he's hitting on her mm-hmm. and he says this, she has the over my head moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he he says as he says, did I go too fast? He reaches out oh, and he yeah, the tugs on her right. hair. Yeah, like a fucking creepy <laughs> seven year old in elementary school pulling a girl's yeah. pigtails that he that likes. bothered me. That was the creepiest shit I ever saw, Ian. <laughs> that was not cool. You crossed the line. Um. Okay. So. The kids are here. They're they're they're, they're hand- Let's jump ahead. Children. Let's jump ahead a little. Yeah. So uh, they're not seeing any. We got the first hold on your butts when uh, Samuel Jackson starts up the ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, dinos aren't around. They're not seeing any dinos. Again, good foreshadowing here. Yeah. Because what all this stuff is doing is they're going to each dino. You know, the lot. You know, like uh, you know, like Dilophosaurus and blah blah blah. What's good about it is that we're hearing this like voiceover narration, mm-hmm. like the car narrator. Yeah. Who's like. The tour guide, and he's basically describing what each dinosaur does. But and this, you don't see that. but you don't see it again. It's that Steve doesn't want to give you the dinosaurs yet. Yeah, yeah. And what's cool about this, giving you information like the Velociraptor description seen earlier, is like you're already in the brain understanding what these guys will do. Mm-hmm. So when they do show up, you're already going to go, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, the big T Rex uh, didn't show up. Didn't show up. Yeah, they put a go out. Yeah, a goat. Yeah, no, oh, not and, enough. Yeah, so we get. Uh, they're they're in the control room. They're kind of freaking out how to get yeah. this work. Uh, Hammond has a. We have all the. Or, sorry, uh, Mr. Arnold, uh, mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson has. Like, we have all the the major problems of a theme park and a zoo, uh, and we're trying to deal with them both. This is yeah. crazy. And then Nedry goes on a fucking screed where it's again. It's like this man is clearly not with you. Like why don't you? Why don't you realize he's clearly angling to screw you? Oh, and guys. it's very no, no. Like John's already bitching him about like Ned wanting more of a pay role, higher paycheck. And there's a hint that like he's made some choices that have led to him to need money. Yeah, that's another thing about Nedry. He's kind of underdeveloped. Right. Like there's some hints that maybe in, in a way that maybe was supposed to be subtle, but just comes off as undercooked. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, um, then we have the creepy flirting. Mm-hmm. Then the, they decide to get out of the cars. They have oh, there's this line, there's a string of lines which I feel like was supposed to be a big quotable moment. But I, sometimes I see people quote it, but I, I don't like it. It, mm-hmm. it seems a little like they're trying to do a weird, smarter version of the Jaws. Uh, you go in the cage, cage goes in the water. Where no. the whole God creates man, man destroys God, woman inherits the earth. It's if that it feels smug to me. Uh, that, I've actually liked that line. I've always liked that. Moment. Always bothered me. I've always that worked on me always. And so. uh, I, you know, I don't. I, I just don't know about it. Uh, it, it. It feels like they thought it was going to be better than it was. Well, it just doesn't quite work. Here, for me. Here's the weird thing about that, especially because the hilarious part is that um, women hair dear, especially if the idea that these are all quote unquote at that time they assumed all die all the female all dinosaurs are female. So it's, yeah. like, it's kind of a. I don't know. For me, I like it. I, I especially because I'm going to use Jurassic World again as a batting. <laughs> yeah. a bad Jurassic World. One of my biggest problems with that movie is representation of women. Yeah, and I, that's something I like. I really like Ellie in this movie. Yeah, because she's she is like consistently the smartest and best throughout the now, whole movie. Jumping ahead again a bit, right? While they're getting ready to try to power up the the, the thing again, John's yeah. like, "Oh, should I? Should should I yeah. go because I'm?" And she's like. Fuck, fuck it, dude. Fuck off for a second. Like, off, don't, yeah. Listen, no, I'm fine. We can have a discussion about sexual politics later. Yeah, just fucking. <laughs> and that, see, that's where I think it works. Yeah. Whereas here, I just feel like it's a little too on the nose. That's fair. For a character that is done so well throughout yeah. the rest of the movie, it, it just seems a little on the nose here to me. That's fair. And I can it, go with you on it that. It doesn't quite work for me. Um, they ditch the car. They, they, they happen upon a triceratops. Of this 
great scene. It's a really great scene. Yeah. But it goes a little a, a little yeah, too long for me. Sure. Especially since really all this this scene only exists to separate them to explain well, why she's not with them when the shit goes down. Well, here's the thing. This is why I would say it does bother me now. Mm-hmm. What element of the scene bothers me now is I think it's a great scene. It's a beautiful scene. Like yeah. Alan, my the image of Alan like on feel, the yeah. on the, the t- triceratops. That's great. And it says it is one half of the moments that have gifted us oh, that yes. amazing gift. <laughs> gif. Gift. Gift. The, gift. That, that gift of a gift. Of Dr. Alan Grant on the chest of Dr. Uh, Ian Malcolm. If you have not seen that gift, it's a thing of beauty. Give it a Google because it is so choice. It's just it's. (laughs) This is why I love you sometimes, Internet. This is so good. Yeah. Um, it's a great scene. Um, it contains the greatest laugh I remember as my in my childhood Mm -hmm. with the that's a big pile of shit. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Um. But here's the thing, is why I realized, like, it, what started to bother me, I started smelling it when it, the scene was nearing its end. No pun intended. A little bit. <laughs> but the idea that, like, Ellie's trying to figure out why the Triceratops was sick. Yeah. And I realized I was never going to get that answer. <laughs> yeah, no, you never get the answer, and it's like, it, it's kind of, the, the, the plants were maybe a thing, it, it seems to hint but, at things but there's that like, just don't come up. Yeah, and I think that's what hit me. Like, And that's oh. the thing, so the, this scene only exists... Yeah. To separate them. And that's the problem. With them. Yeah. I agree. And like, I love the scene, and then when I got to the end, I went, oh. And if there's, if, no, there's a real conclusion exactly. to this interesting storyline that's happening. And if it, if, it got, if it got through it a little quicker, I don't think that would be a problem. Like, because yeah. there, there are great moments, that's a big pile of shit. <laughs> Grant resting on the tummy. Like, yeah. that's all good stuff. Yeah. It's just like, it, those are like two great moments in a scene that lasts like five minutes. Yeah. Which it doesn't really need to. And that's the thing, Considering like, how little it advances the story. Exactly. Like, that's the key thing for me. Is that. It doesn't advance the story in the long run, except for... Except well, to separate them, separate. which you could have done in the first 30 seconds. Yeah. Or done in a manner where she does find the answer. It yes. Then it shorten it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's those plants. Yeah. Why so, couldn't the plants have been in the shit? Yeah. That's and, like, but she's like, oh, I still want to stick around to hang out with the Triceratops. That's totally fine. Yeah. Because, yeah, no, it's, it feels like it's leading to something else, which it doesn't. Yeah. No, I mean, that, to me, my brain's like, oh, it's because the plants are going to be right? She could go over, like, John fucking planting these plants here because she thought they looked nice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's, so it separates them. To, then this, of course, leads into... So then, uh, Nedry's got a bail. He's being nervous again because he's obviously planning to betray them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's just Grant and Malcolm hanging out alone in the car. He steals, yeah, Nedry gets the, the DNA samples, yep. puts in the barbasol can. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm reveals that he has three kids, which is maybe retconned not true in The Lost World, if I'm remembering that correctly. I think, that, no, that's, that's declared as his different wives. So okay. it's one of the three kids. And this is another moment where, uh, as much as I can forgive him because he is Jack Goldblum, yeah. he is a real fucking slime ball in this moment. Because he's, he's especially when he takes that swing. He takes a swing and he's like, I'm always looking for the future Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Well, the future ex Mrs. Malcolm. Yeah. Uh, and this is also another Jaws mirror because here mm-hmm. he, he hands Grant the flask. Yeah. And then later Grant hands him a bottle of water. Yeah. Which is kind of a weird replay of Quint crushing the beer, clan, beer can and then uh, Hooper crushing the water cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's a good catch, man. Nice. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Good on you. Thank you. Um, someone has the line, I hate this hack. Oh, yeah, that's uh, Arnold has the line, I hate this hacker crap, which yeah. is, it's it's just oh, a straight up taint if, of the early 90s on this film. If there's the, a thing. The hacker the, would talk. Oh, oh I, have, you ever, have you ever seen this panel from the 90s Batman Punisher comic? Uh, no, I have not. I gotta show this to you later, but it's hilariously a guy who looked, who, like, just, just, like, picked up, like, random... Yeah. Hacker terms and decided to have just pepper Robin. Just, just, pep- just, just like have Robin say all the shit. Huh. That's the thing I hate about the nineties is that <laughs> hackering 
Yeah. Was a cool thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. So so Arnold says that because they have now discovered the, what they should have known a mm. fucking hour ago yeah. that Nedry was betraying them. Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh-uh. That's like, here's the thing about that. That is something that has stuck in my head that I still make as a reference. That uh, 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 uh. but it's like by men and like it's <laughs> annoying. Like it's it's no. not a cool no. good thing. No, I want no. Which is the point is right. Like you yeah. want to punch Ned. Yeah, you want to punch his computer screen. But like I don't want it to be in the movie. I feel like it's a plague <laughs> upon my brain. Where I get it's what they were doing, but I don't think that I don't agree uh. with them to have done it. You know what? They were so excited with the, <laughs> asking if they could do it. They didn't stop asking. They should. Well, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Okay, now we get the very famous scene with the the, the water oh, cup, yeah, in the thing. Oh man, the, I don't, I can't. There's a stomping an audio. Yeah. The, it's this brilliant shot, which every single fast food place had a parody. <laughs> where like, it's the new giant burger, and it was making the, the the thing shake. This is what's so great about this, right? It's such a simple shot. It's yeah. all on camera, obviously. It's, yeah. it's clearly just someone got clever. Yeah, and it's a fucking genius way yeah to to build the tension yeah again this whole t-rex sequence yes is this is this is very good this is spielberg yeah at his damn sexiest (laughs) this spielberg fucking point to a spot on the sand and be like fucking watch me knock this shit out of the heart i'll see spielberg (laughs) oh my god everything about this sequence it's it's so good like i i love the practical foot T-Rex yes. foot with the mud. Yes. I love uh, the tension building of just like of just him like just crashing through the top of the Jeep of yes. the car. It's And through the, the magic of, of the you know the way it's it, this it's now nighttime in the movie. Mm-hmm. With so with the help of the night and the rain to just kind yeah. of describe it. Yeah, disguise yeah. it rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they, they always show it just the right angles where this is nineteen ninety-three CGI mm-hmm. and it looks totally convincing. Yeah. No, totally. It looks great. It looks fucking great. Better than most movies you see today. Yeah. Fucking 23... (laughs) Is my math correct there? 23 years later today, CGI still doesn't look this good. And this is where Spielberg did learn his lesson from Jaws. Yeah. Is that, yes, technology can help, but... You gotta be responsible. You gotta be responsible, and you can just... You show enough, get the message across, that's all you need. Yeah. It's... The perfect. That's why it's such still a great blend of the of the practical and the CGI. Mind you, this does have those dumb fucking shitty kids that I hate with I those know, fucking I know. flashlights. I know. <laughs> pushing the limits of stupidity for me. So I know I've I've always wanted those damn goggles. Oh, that Tim wants yeah, that yeah. Tim to wear. Oh yeah, those goggles. fucking night vision goggles are sweet as I like shit. It. The fact that they didn't make a toy of that yeah. blows my mind. You made a shitload of dinosaurs. Even right? if it didn't give work with real night vision. No, I just wanted to wear it. Yes, <laughs> idiots. Anyway, you got time to make that happen now, guys. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, so then so, uh, Grant saves the day, mm-hmm. and then Ian fucks up the day. Like, Grant has got the, the T-Rex to run away. Yeah. They are fine. Yeah. Oh, T-Rex ate the lawyer, by the way. Uh. Oh, yeah. Fuck, whatever. Anyway. Who cares? Actually, I, want to, I want to make sure before someone says, what about the lawyer? I know the movie. Yeah, it's a famous, they eat the lawyer. He's on the shitter. Yeah. Fine. It's funny. Anyway. Yeah. I think it's funny. He's not taking a shit. He's not. Because you th- you can see his legs, so you think maybe he's taking a shit, but he's no, not. he's just wearing shorts. Well, he ran away because he's frightened. Anyway. And, he's, and he's wearing shorts. Yes, That's shorts. why you see an exposed leg. Yeah. He did not take his pants down to go poop. No. Um, well, you gotta go, you gotta go. That's what you did. That's what you did, but they didn't see the T-Rex yet. Yeah. So they just they just only <laughs> run to the bathroom. That's a funny line. That's a good line. Anyway, yeah, you're right. Alan was doing fine. <laughs> Alan had 
got the T-Rex to <laughs> chase the flare. Everything was okay. Yeah. And then dumbass Malcolm trying to be the rock star hero is like, hey, T-Rex, follow me. Idiot. Almost Everyone's, got killed. Everyone but Grant is dumb in this scene. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so the Nedra gets got by the Diplo. Uh, <laughs> the Dilophosaurus? Yeah. Uh, That's, that, was, that, whole, that, that gave me some scares as a child. You know what's Here's the thing. I'll bring up about this scene. Yeah. The Barbasol can. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. The that, Barbasol can yeah. fall into the ground, water got into the water, gets covered in mud. And I remember watching going, here's the thing that everyone assumed... Was a seed to the next movie. Yeah, and then it wasn't. For three movies. After that, it has never been brought up again. Yeah. That's fine, I guess. But, but it's, it's further se- evidence that Nedry was a waste of our goddamn time. Because, <laughs> yeah, but the brain was like, I could have sworn. Yeah, that was like, gonna be of course. Like, like, that, that so seems like a setup for two. That's yeah. fucking, that's the, that's the Terminator hand stuck in the machine yeah. that they find to make in Terminator 2. And yet, no. No, never. Whatever. Uh, Apparently, it is another island. We'll get to Lost World later. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So uh, 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 what's fucking uh, Alan Possway? What? <laughs> Pete Possway. He didn't play Muldoon. Why didn't he? I don't know. I why do Pete I? Pa- why do I think that? Well, British, and he looks a little very similar to him. Is that why I think that? Yeah. Here's the thing. My whole this whole <laughs> time. I've been I've been on the fence wrestling. I was like, do I take the risk of saying that? Because I'm exactly fifty percent sure he did. He's in Lost World, possibly. Yes, that's why I think. That's that. excuse me. It's okay. What's his this name? Guy's again? P- Muldoon. Muldoon. Yeah. Like Tony Muldoon from all that. Yeah. Like. Uh, you know. Okay. Side note. <laughs> You're a good man for knowing P. Possibly, man. That's good. <laughs> He's a good actor. He's a good fucking the shit. Love that actor. Anyway, he has a cr- more craggy face than this guy. In this yeah, movie. that's why. Um, but so Muldoon. Heyman Muldoon. sends Muldoon after the kids. Yeah. Uh, Ellie goes with him. Uh, yeah. We got that. Diplo kills. Uh, Diplo, the rapper, kills Nedry. <laughs> uh, no, Diplosaurus. That's what those things are called, right? Dilophosaurus. Yeah. I call them Diplosaurus. Diplosaurus. Because I'm dumb. <laughs> he kills Nedry. Fine, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, now it's Grant and the kids. There's, I love this sequence. There's too. a. You know what? He's dumb. These kids are shitty and bad and i hate them but they bring out the good and, and grant yeah I'll, i will grant you that well the the bit i really like this great little i really like what's really good about it is this is there's a lot of great comedy beats in this really tense scene yeah the the bit where tim goes like i puked yeah and, and i was like it's okay i won't tell anyone i won't tell anybody um uh, before that too there's a great uh, a great line read that i love where uh so uh uh lex mm-hmm. fucking she calls herself Lex. Hulk just swallowed it so you can keep, finish, the, so you finish the episode at least. Lex is freaking out because mm-hmm. the lawyer left them, and she, right. she keeps saying that. She keeps saying he left us. He left us. Yeah. Uh, and then I love Grant's. Uh, it's weird, but it works really well. His mm-hmm. line room, really. But that's not what I'm gonna do. Yeah. It's like firm. It's firm. Gets the point across. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Very good. Very tense. He's like, yeah. nope. Yeah. I'm not that dick. Yeah. That's not who I am. <laughs> Uh, so then he goes to rescue Tim from the tree. Yeah. Uh, they have to climb down fast because the car's falling on. That's mm-hmm. fun. I um, love, and I forgot how much I loved when they get to the ground, the car hits, they realize the car's going to flip on top of them unless they go scoot enough for yes. the car to hit so they can get underneath the car again. Yeah. And I forgot how perfectly timed the joke where Tim goes, so... We're back in the car. We're back in the car. <laughs> and then Alan's like, 
this went on the tree. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, that's such... I for, and that's the thing, I remember that in the audience. That's a, like, that's a killer moment in, yeah. in the audience. The timing throughout that whole thing is really solid. It's really good stuff, um, yeah. So Muldoon and uh, Ellie find uh, Ian. Yeah. And then uh, and a uh, lawyer in many areas. Yeah. <laughs> so they find Ian. Um, uh, they're trying to find Alan. They find the car, but Alan and, and Timothy aren't there anymore. But guess who is still there? Yeah. Is the T-Rex. And, and uh, we do the trick twice, and it works. Yeah. Second time. Yeah. The water. Ian, it was yeah. such a oh, fucking water, great yeah, shot. The, in the puddle, yeah. Such a good shot. I love it because it's it. you see the water again, and then the rack focus mm-hmm. to Ian's face. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, that's nice. Uh, so so he's like, guys, hurry, they, hurry. jump in the jeep. Get, 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 get. <laughs> got, then the, the, let's talk about this line. So when the TRS chased me, he goes, must go faster. <laughs> which is a line that is then reused in Independence Day. Also said by Jeff Goldblum. Oh, my God. And it's the weirdest thing where this was like his catchphrase for just two movies. They came out really close together. It's very strange. I, do you feel like that was that was a nod to Jurassic Park? It's, yes, but it's like where <laughs> they were always like, Jurassic Park was three years ago. Like, why are we already doing nods to um, it in a totally separate movie? <laughs> do you think that was Roland Emmerich being like, I am so fucking jazzed to rip off Jurassic Park in a couple of years that I can't that I can't help but get a little sneak peek in Independence Day. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> I'm gonna stand by that. He just loves Jurassic Park so much that he can't help but rip it off in every way possible. Um, this is a great bit of sequence. This chase again, the the the, the, the CGI uh, T Rex phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Um, it's got the bit with the rear room mirror. Love that bit. Yeah, such a good little just little. That's what this is where again Spielberg is best when he does these like big thrilling moments and it peppers in tiny moments. Yeah, little he, details. Little details. Like that's a funny little moment. It's a funny. A lot little of great detail. mirror action in this film. Some solid mirror which, action. We'll, we'll get to later. Oh, there's a good one. It's coming uh, up. Yeah. Grant and the and the kids, the shitty kids, are, are, have retired. Swallow it, man. It's like you finished thought. <laughs> it's retired. derailing. It's adding minutes. They have, retired, they have retired to a tree bed. Mm-hmm. They're hanging out with their Barachiosaurus buddies. Boom. Tim's telling some kid jokes. I kind of like the it's kid a cute, jokes. It's a good song. I kind of like the kid jokes, and you all know, right? You know what, hurt, what helps? John's uh, piano version of the theme song. Oh, sure. I mean, I get Listen, I don't feel like I have to keep pointing out when John Williams does a great job, but when John Williams does a great job... Oh, but he does a fucking great <laughs> job in this movie. Oh my god, yes. I, this <laughs> is, I mean, the disparity is not as great, but I do think this is an instance where I like his score better than the movie overall. Sure, I could see that. The other instance is The Phantom Menace. Now, of course, the gap is much bigger Why? than The Phantom Menace. Yeah. But they're, they're, I would say they're both instances where I think he, he out, kind of outshined the, the film itself. No, the, the score here, this little piano melody uh, yeah. of the theme is so good. Yeah, and John, it, John Williams oh, fucking man. gets it done. Damn, damn, when he does, he does. Um, um, the Brachiosaurus sneezes on Lex. When they wake up the next morning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Alan we, said he was going to stay I'm like, when Alan, Alan does that classic dad thing. We're like, I'm going to stay awake to make sure you guys are fine. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah of course not. Uh, <laughs> and then Hammond is in the is eating ice cream. He's having a sad ice cream party. I really love the ice cream is melting. I love this scene. It's a great scene. And what, what's good about it is that it's a good pacing scene. Yeah. It's something that we need. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, again, Jurassic World kind of fails that. It's just so rapid fired. That it's a take time moment to breathe, and what's yeah. great about this is this this scene breathes. This is a great breather moment. This is a great breather moment. It gives us a little more insight than John why he thought it was a good idea, and I like that Ellie calls a shit. 
in yeah. the moment. Yeah. And but, I like, but it's also where I agree with, with him, where he's like, yeah, we won't hire Nedry next time. <laughs> but, no, but in the long run, I get it. <laughs> yeah. But I like even this, you know what, a small detail, I like Ellie just taking the bite out of the ice cream. It's, like, it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. but it's like, yeah. but it's just like, it's it's all these human moments that yeah. create and, a very good little moment. In the and movie. this scene also opens with a shot of the merchandise in the visitor center. Yeah. Which again, it so perfectly nails that Perf- look. And it just looks so like cheap. And it's like, it really brings home like, oh, like this is what we're suffering for. <laughs> like this is what it's all for. Right. Uh, that's a really great moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Then uh, Grant finds the the eggs in the wild when he realizes, like, oh, shit, for our DNA, they can switch sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we, we get a scene in the control room, which, you know what? God bless Steven Spielberg. We're like, you know what? We're going to, we're just going to open a scene on a greased up, shirtless Jeff Goldblum. And this is where the other half of that gift comes from. And it's literally like, it's like cut to, boom. Jeff Goldblum is like, like doing everything he can to be as sexy as possible. It, it, this is, I always imagine, I imagine that Jeff was just hanging out on yeah. set. And Steven's like, okay, and he's figuring out the shot frame. And he's like, all right, so what we're going to do is point the camera over there. Yeah, just... Get a da, 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 da. slice me off a piece of that. Yeah. Goldblum oh. pie. Oh, <laughs> this is what I'm going to call the mom's going to think of shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so we, we open on that scene. And then we bring up the lysine contingency. Mm. How do you feel about the lysine contingency? Well, <laughs> it's dumb as shit, right? For like ten reasons. Go. go. One. We the uh, the world who's not me already is on board with the idea that John Hammond is too attached to the park. Yes, and all this is really here for is to bring up that idea. Mm-hmm. Two, the lysine contingency works by they stop giving them lysine, mm-hmm. and then they go into coma and, and dies. But if it's something there, they I don't know what they mean by giving them lysine because it sounds like something that wouldn't take effect immediately, yeah. and thus doesn't matter. It wouldn't save them anyway. <laughs> it's fucking pointless. <laughs> And then also, it, it it's never brought up again. No. Again, it's so it's, what the fuck? Yeah, it is that weird other dangling plot that doesn't really get addressed again. And fucking lysine. <laughs> um, what is lysine? <laughs> it's an amino acid. Is that what they said? Yeah. Ugh, this movie. Sometimes with this movie. <laughs> um, but then they get the the uh, uh, the plan. Shut the power down. Yeah. Yeah. To basically just do a hard reboot. Reboot, yeah. They're yeah. going to reboot, which is a good plan. Yeah. It's Samuel Jackson's idea. I got another complaint about this movie. I could use a lot more Samuel Jackson. I love Mr. Arnold. He's so great. Yeah. And I feel like he never really gets the screen time he deserves. It's funny. And maybe it is a thing of like, you know, less is more. But yeah. I just, I want well, some more. It's the thing is like, well, clearly he's an interesting character yeah. because of just the way Sam plays it. Yes, exactly. You know, it's like, it's such, it's like, it's Sam Jackson buried deep in a scientist role. Yeah. <laughs> but when he but, comes, but he's when peeking he through, through ooh, like, a, like through. a beautiful blade of grass peeking through a sidewalk. <laughs> Sam Jackson shines through. Because um, really his thing is like, okay, you're always smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And that's all he had to work with in this movie. <laughs> um, I mean, guess what? <laughs> you know what Sam Jackson did? He was like, all right, hold on to your butts. I'm going to make this a great character. <laughs> uh, so uh, here we get, the, we do get the second hold on your butts when he turns yeah. off the power. Yeah. 
Some would argue this is the more iconic one. To yeah, I had forgotten that the first one was in the movie because yeah. why do you say it twice? Why? Yeah. Do you, it's the not first, like this one is because it's that shot. It's that like he's underlit, but yeah, not, so it looks more like fucking. Let's it's do like this. hey, remember in Jaws, like early in the movie when someone was just showing Brody their boat and he's like, ah, I think you're gonna need a bigger boat. Like remember? When, <laughs> like, no, you saved the line for when it's good. Um. But then here's where like Action Ellie kicks into gear, yeah. where she's like, "I'm gonna flip them shits. I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I got this." Mm-hmm. Um, so she, she and Muldoon are the one, are the party who are gonna go. Yeah, because like Arthur apparently, uh, 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 sorry, uh, Mr. Arnold, uh, Mr. Arnold had to go back to the like kind of like this other sub uh, yeah. place because like you know the hard reboot worked enough, but not all. the Oh, way that's through. right, because they they slept to flip the circuits. So yeah, he has to come over there, and he's been gone for a while. So that's when Ellie and, and Muldoon that's are like, right. well, fuck. We, it's like it's <laughs> us. It's up to us. Uh, so they go back, uh, but guess who's outside the, the where the circuits are is a couple of raptors. Mm-hmm. And I remember Muldoon being, this is pretty badass for Muldoon. This is why he's like he's a, like a lesser Quint yes. to this moment, but it's still kind of cool. I I, like Vic made the joke last night where it's like, you know this is how you want to go out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so Muldoon's like, all right, no, yeah, by the way, we We've been chased. We've been followed. And uh, I'm going to cover you. You run now. <laughs> so she gets in the facility. Mm-hmm. He left outside a man and a gun versus who knows how many raptors. Right. But we'll get to that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she's, she's flipping the switches. Ah, so but guess what's happening at the same time? Um, after the, after Alan, uh, after Alan, Ellie, and Timothy got, uh, nearly ran over by a stampede of Galapagos. Yeah, whatever. That's and one of those things where it's like, it's fine. It's fine, but, uh, and then the, a cool another T-Rex shot. Yeah. Um. But again, it's like, it's a cool shot. Do we need it? Yeah, it's fun. It's just another fun bit. And I'm fine. Hey, more dinosaurs. Hey, I get it. Yeah. Uh, they're climbing up an electric fence. Uh, Alan being kind of a dick. Kind of a dick yeah. move. He does a little <laughs> goof where yeah. he pretends he's getting shocked, but he isn't. Yeah. Um. They climb the fence. And they're like, it's not, you know, Leslie, like, it's not funny. It's a little funny. I thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. But anyway, they're climbing the fence. They're getting over it. Um, Everyone makes it down but Tim. But Tim. Because Tim's a little scaredy boy. Yeah. Uh, cut back to Ellie. She's powering up more stuff. Switching guess, more. Th- guess what's on the very bottom? Ooh, such a good tension bit. Because it's like. Is the, is the shock kid power switch. <laughs> electrocute the grandchild. Yeah, electrocute <laughs> Tim. Yeah. That's the electrocute Tim switch. Yeah. Uh, well, Alan's starting to hear the sounds of the power going back up, and he realizes, oh, fuck, oh, oh Tim, fuck. you gotta jump, just jump, I'll catch you. And Tim goes, are you out of your mind? Yeah. <laughs> He's still pretty high up. Yeah. Uh, so, but Tim finally finds the courage. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna count to three. One, two, <laughs> and here, you know what? Props to Jurassic Park for not being afraid to harm a shitty kid. Nope. <laughs> a lot of movies these days are, but they put fucking 10,000 volts straight into this kid body <laughs> and almost kill him. Oh man! Uh, so Tim Tim gets shocked, uh, mm-hmm. and then we go back to the facility. Mm-hmm. Powers are up, but get uh, but Ellie's guess, like we did a good job. She's celebrating, and then she's celebrating that she just electrocuted a child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then well, who should rear their scaly head? Fuck this moment! <laughs> a raptor that pops out of a shit. Fuck this moment! As she a child, no, oh, yeah, scared. Yeah, no, that's. 
t- childhood nightmare. Yeah. This moment, <laughs> I was excited because I was not a scaredy boy like you. Know, yeah, I was very much I was scaredy boy. into this moment. <laughs> this is a good moment though. Uh, so she backs up. Mm-hmm. She feels an arm. Looks over. Recognizes the arm. Is like, oh, thank God, Mister Arnold, you're here. Turned around to see him. Guess what? He's not there. But the arm's still on her. How can that be? Uh oh. It's <laughs> just an arm, <laughs> Ellie. The raptor. It's just an arm. The raptor decided. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna tuck this over here. Yeah. <laughs> snack for later. <laughs> And that's when I wrote down in my notes a word, uh, a phrase that I liked so much that I tweeted it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you follow yeah. me on Twitter, you might see it. More like Mr. Arnold. Thank you. Um, you might say, <laughs> leading into our next point, that mm. I'm a clever girl. <laughs> uh, so uh, nice. Muldoon gets done, and yeah. then he has, uh, he, when he realizes what happened, which mm-hmm. is exactly what Grant said, laid out at the start of the movie. Yeah. Uh, they, have, they have snuck up on his side, and he just mm-hmm. says, Clever girl. Now. And then he's dead. Oh. Unless you heard about what they did in the comic book. What's up? <laughs> Tops Comics. There used to be a Tops Comics. I'll make this very quick. About a year or two after the movie came out, Tops had the comic book rights to Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. They had a scene. It basically was there. Jurassic Park 2. Before Jurassic Park 2. Yeah. And there's a scene where, you know, like, Ian comes oh. back. And Muldoon? Hold up. <laughs> and and Alan and Ellie are like, I thought you were dead. Yeah. And here's the fucking bullshit. They try to explain Muldoon coming back. Okay. Oh, oh no, basically, no, like, I, tr- I raised these raptors since they were children. What? So from... Tops oh, Comics, what are you doing? No, like, this was nothing more than just having a little playtime. Like, as if he was playing with a wolf that I trained. What? And I'm like... I disregard this. I, I reject this. You know what? I think this is more. I think this is insane. <laughs> and this is a weird thing where it's like Jurassic World. Did you read this comic? They were the John <laughs> Hammond of the world. Looking at this, to me like, no, no, we can still make it work. <laughs> we just do it a little differently. We can still make it work. No, no, no. <laughs> you gotta realize it didn't work at all. You're not in control. <laughs> That Sorry, was... my daughter's not like sudden moves, so she just barked at that. That's dumb as shit. Let's move on. Moving on. Uh, Grant uh, gives Tim mouth to mouth, brings mm-hmm. him back to get to the Venator Center. Venator Center. Visitor Center. Um, and like a fucking dumbass, Grant's like, yeah, it's probably safe here. I'll just leave you guys. As a kid, did you want to eat all the ice cream in the cake? Obviously, I did. Right? I really like about this moment. But dumbass vegetarian Lex, just, uh, did you notice what her plate had? Jello. One piece of gel and then a whole plate of fruits fruit and, and veg- vegetables, yeah. idiot. You know what I really liked about this moment is that it's there's no there's no it's like the in it's like the reverse hook moment where it's like they look at this food and instead of being oh my god look at all this they're like I will eat because <laughs> yeah. I haven't and you know what ate. here's what I will say <laughs> about Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. So as much as I have problems with this movie and we'll get into my sort of larger issues when we do the wrap up, sure, sure. But starting with them eating the food. Mm-hmm. It is just a chain of, like, 20 perfect minutes of cinema. Yes. Like, everything from th- from here on is just spot-on fucking perfect. Solid gold. <laughs> and I, I, can't, I cannot disagree with that. No. So, um... It's a great... Okay, first, framing. The reveal oh of, the, of the Velociraptor. Yeah. But even before that. Mm. Like, so they're mm. they're eating the food, and it's just... It is... And it, 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 this is how fucking good... I like these shitty fucking kids that are terrible that I hate. I like them here. When they're just eating, smiling the food, mm-hmm. even though I hate them and I want them only to suffer, I still think, I still think, oh, good for them. <laughs> they got a nice moment. No, because, like, this has been hell. 
Yeah. It's a horrible day. They're having a fucking... They're, they're eating treats. Yeah. And good for them. Yeah. Until... <laughs> we see... And here's... Here's... Again, mm-hmm. props to this. Props to one of these movies. They fucking triple dip mm-hmm. on the vibration aspect. Yep. Because we see the Jello vibrating just like the water did yep. twice earlier. Yep. And then but, we get a reveal of a little silhouette <sighs> of a velociraptor. Yeah. And it's like right on top of a picture of a raptor. Yes. So you already know. Oh, that's what it is. It's very good. I love. What's great about the the Jello here is like it's representing Ellie's petrified fear. That this is not over for them. Lex. I uh, Lex, my bad. Yeah. Lex is a petrified fear yeah. that they can't rest anymore. No. <laughs> we gotta we gotta go again. Yeah. So they gotta run. They run to the kitchen. Which and this kitchen sequence, and ironic, again, and I can't understand how much I fucking hate these kids. But this kitchen scene is my favorite scene in the movie. It is it's so well done. Oh my god. Um again, build intention. Tension. Build, the tension here is just so Perfectly built, like a like a beautiful souffle that could collapse at any moment, but doesn't until you, you crack into it. And you crack a souffle, right? Yeah. That's how yeah. you eat a souffle. You, just can, you, blend, you can't let it just you go into it. You can't let it just sort of melt. The tension in there. here is so perfect. When because yeah, we get to the bit where uh, already at this point, uh, Ellie and Alan reconnect. Yes, um, Ellie's fucking shocked to all hell. Yeah, um, and we're basically now we're everyone's you know, you know uh, Grant and uh, Alan and then then Hammond and Ian and Ellie are kind of all connecting. And then it's like, what's going on? It's like, oh no. And I, there's a one point where it's like, there's a third raptor or there are two raptors. Are, are they? Is that raptor sure? Are you sure that raptor is like locked up? Yeah. Yeah. No, of course. I mean, listen. Raptor can learn how to open a door. Ah, oh, fuck. Guess what we see cut directly <laughs> to in the kitchen is that door opening. Uh, you think John, while he's trying to have in his brain, like, uh, thinking that uh, he can make this better, he's like, knobs. <laughs> <laughs> Regular knobs. <laughs> That's hard to get to your claws, right? <laughs> but, um... Uh, so Raptor's getting in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how we can point, break this down point on it. Just, I mean, it's fucking perfect. Like, um, no, like, the, I love how the raptors kind of communicate to each other. Yeah. The one raptor comes in and mm-hmm. then just... Yeah. And then fucking two more raptors show. It's like... And the other guy's like, you it. do this. Man, do I gotta? It's yeah. basically the... Re- it's yes. this great little oh, kind of air. God. Oh. And then there's that little... So there's the Ellie and... Ellie, I got in my head. Sorry. Lex and uh, <laughs> Tim are kind of sneaking around Metal Gear Solid style. <laughs> uh, and there's a point where Ellie is... Trying to close the door, yeah. hidden herself in a little metal cabinet, <sighs> but the raptor's rushing right at her. Yeah, and every single time I watch this movie, even though I've seen it before, it gets me every time. It's mm-hmm. like, oh my god, he's running right at her. He's gonna get her. He's gonna get her. And then, <laughs> boom, crashes into a wall because he was actually Looking going for at- a reflection. It's so good. It is so perfectly set up mm-hmm. to have you buy into that illusion to have us like the raptor itself be fooled. Right. Um, I even like the bit where Timothy is stuck in the fridge for a little bit with the raptor. Yes. This is what's good about this. Again, practical, right? This is clearly a practical uh, velociraptor that's in there. It's shot shot just enough. And it's like, it's a case where it's like, it's too close for comfort. Yeah. It's way too close of a So quarters. close, and they're both slipping around in the ice because yeah. it was a walking freezer, but mm-hmm. the power was off, so it had melted. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. This so, is so good. So good. <laughs> Holy shit. So they get out of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. They run into the control room. Yeah. But guess what? The blocks haven't turned back mm-hmm. on. So the raptors, raptors are trying chasing to, them. That's how I so learned how to... <laughs> Grant and Ellie got to fucking shove against that door. Now here, and then uh, this is They got to make like Hodor and hold the door. <laughs> Spoiler <Aww>. alarm. <laughs> it's been ten weeks. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Lex, who's a hacker... Oh my god! But hey, you, that, know that what? The one, you know what? I said these last minutes are perfect. I should say near perfect. Because... But, okay. Here's the thing, and this is where I'm going to go shit on Jurassic World again. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it, do it. Get it. All right. Female representation. 
Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, the only female in the movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, such a stuck-up woman who can't handle it, but she probably should, if she could just settle down and have some children, you know. Um, uh, this movie, like, that, I feel like Jurassic World is such a, like, a, like a ten steps back on female representation. Yeah. Because here's this movie. In the Jurassic franchise. In the Jurassic franchise, because here's Ellie, who's already been kicking ass the whole film. Yeah. And while I understand your hatred for Lex, mm-hmm. hear me out when I bring up the fact that while the Lex, as a <laughs> hacker... Yeah. Uh, on the documentary, I find out that the actress who played her, she found out that uh, girls who saw that at a young age who were interested in computers were inspired by her. Well, sure. To, yeah, that's great. To know, but that's the thing, right? Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's a great. It's a. It's good. It's just the the the, the fucking early nineties language no, of no, hackers. I get it. <laughs> but I think this is the thing, right? This yeah. is already two characters. Yeah. You have Ellie, who's a fully like a great, fully formed character. Yeah. You have Lex, who's a good like in this case a, a decent like shitty kid. <laughs> but he's a, but a kid who's like you know definitely could feel like a kid a girl can look at and be related to. Yeah. No. no. And and that's the thing is that like these are two characters that are definitely. Uh, uh, well use of a female role in a movie. I agree, even though, listen, alright, she's a shitty kid, but I do agree that it's like, like, yeah, that aspect of it is good. And I do yeah. like that she gets to save the day here. Yeah, this is kind of cool, yeah. Even though her saving the day is like, like, maybe 90s audiences didn't, like, didn't know computers enough, but looking at it now, like, what she's doing is looking for a file. No, no, this is, uh, I know, it's adorable, right? <laughs> she's like, also, like, do you appreciate all of, like, the 3D VR graphics? Weird, like, yeah. It's like, because like, I'm assuming this is why, that's how you showcase it's advanced. Yeah, she says, it's a, it's a Unix system, I know this, that's, that's her line. Bullshit. Which is, Unix was a real operating system yeah. back then. I'm not familiar enough with early 90s uh, operating systems. That's not... That can't be they what can't, Unix actually looks like, right? I hope not, because, <laughs> again, it looks like she's playing Doom. It's like that. And it's also, like, it's it's moving very slow to build tension. Right. But it's not, like, a case of, like, oh, the computer is slow. It's just, like, that's the interface of, like, fine. <laughs> and, again, like, maybe audiences thought she was doing some cool hacker shit. She is literally looking for a file. Yeah. If you're... She was looking through... She was just looking through the, uh, the fucking wind, uh, the file folder. If you're a PC... The Finder, if you're a Mac user. <laughs> Like, everyone who knows how to, who uses a computer today does this easily. And it's literally nothing, but she's like, I gotta, I gotta find that file. <laughs> uh, but you know what? It works for the tension of the scene. Works for the tension of the scene. Um, the dude, she does successfully uh, able to lock the door. Yes. Um, the, the phones are back on again. Yes. Um, they're able to contact uh, uh, John. Yes. And um, things are sort of okay, except for the fact that the they have to shoot a velociraptor that's going through the window. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it's got to the window. That's a problem. Yeah, they get up into the ceiling, mm-hmm. and then there's just this great yeah. shot of the like it's something the children has been projecting, like some kind of projector of just the DNA sequence. It's just mm-hmm. the letters, yeah, where it's projected onto the raptor's skin. Yeah, so it's like oh, it's like so perfectly formed where it just it's and it's right on the skin. It's oh my god, super cool thematic thing, right? Yeah, it's like this raptor is created off of these. This kind of file, yeah, you know, yeah. these kind of de- this kind of strand. That's so fucking. It's like it's like we're seeing what the Raptors made yeah. of. Yeah, like perfectly. Oh my god. Oh. So good. Anyway, Raptors getting its game is getting its game on, just like punching through yeah. <laughs> the the, uh, the the ceiling because that's what they're hiding currently. Yeah. And um, so they, but then they make it out of there. I will say this though, like uh, the bit where uh, Lex almost falls through mm-hmm. and almost gets like bit yes. on the foot. Here's the first lesson I learned of how fucking crazy CGI is for me, and it's not the. The Raptors. Mm-hmm. I remember watching a behind-the-scenes thing, and there's this bit where, you know, she, she's holding on, and she looks up to the camera, and we find out in the, in the making of 
mm-hmm. that that shot originally was the stunt actress, and she looked accidentally at the camera, huh. and they didn't have any other takes of it. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Or that's probably the best take. Whatever. Yeah. Like, they're stuck with this shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, ILM went, I, we can put... We got this. <laughs> we can put her face on, on yeah. the stunt actor's face so that no one will know. And I remember going, you could do what? Yeah. And there they did it. They showed how they did it. And I'm and like... I, I, I never noticed. You never, still to this day. And again, it's a thing like you see, and as much as I love this movie, I'm, I'm going to point it out. And it's something mm-hmm. uh, uh, you really notice once you know to look for it. I first heard of this blunder uh, when Matt Gorley uh, pointed mm. out on James Bonding. But there is some truly terrible face swapping in Skyfall. Uh, uh, at the start when he's on the motorcycle on the roof yeah. where it is so clearly a stunt motorcycle driver that they've just <laughs> grafted Daniel Craig's face onto it and like that's something they still can't don't get right all the time yeah. in a James Bond movie <laughs> where they have all the resources they still sometimes can't get it right but here they've pulled it off 23 years ago <laughs> Jesus Christ alright great sequence so they get out into the main entrance of the visitor center. Oh man! And they they all land. On, yeah, I mean, here I'm getting all excited to think about this final chunk. <laughs> they all land on different bits of the T Rex uh, skeleton display, which yeah. caused it to break up, and they're all spinning on these bones. Yeah, Velociraptor's like hanging off of the of one of them with like that shared with Alan and Timothy. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, everyone, humans and Velociraptors, like eventually fall to the floor. Mm-hmm. The raptors have got them surrounded. Yeah. They're fucked. They're fucked. Right. They're yeah. surrounded. There's nothing they can do. Mm-hmm. They're gonna die. Yeah. But guess who comes charging in with a fucking, to use another wrestling term, a face turn. Guess who has now become a good guy? It's the fucking T-Rex. And he's going to take out those raptors. Those raptors. Raptors. <laughs> just, just munching away. Did Burger King rebrand the Whopper the Raptor in 1993? If they did it, that's a waste. That's a waste, Burger King. Um, no, this is a fun. Oh, so good. It's sheer tastic. Just, you know. I want to do a standing ovation right now talking about it because it is such a great moment. It's a crazy thing because, dude, you find out that that was a late in the game decision. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I'm finding that out right now. Okay, so basically, initially, um, the raptors were going to be uh, crushed by the skeletons. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. That's all right. There's even a, t- there's even a, a version in the script that, in which John shoots the raptors with a gun. Yep. Oh, John Hammond. John Hammond, yeah. It's so weird when you call him John. Oh, sorry. <laughs> because like, I, well, I'm, I'm very close to him. He's one of the I only ever think of in terms of his full name. John Hammond? Yeah. That's fair. Uh, but there's a, there's, a, there's a deleted version of it where uh, John Hammond was going to shoot them down. That's the not gun. very good. Right? <laughs> so, um, what happened was that while they were trying to figure out uh, that they are getting there, they're, they're looking at the, the, how the effects, the reels, and the dailies of the, of the T-Rex, yeah. and it's becoming very clear. We who gotta, the real star of the movie is. We gotta put it, we gotta get T-Rex. So back. Steven uh, goes up to Dennis Barron's like, or I think, we have Dennis Barron, one of the guys going, alright, so I've decided the T-Rex is coming back at the yeah. end of the movie. And uh, the, I think one of the production coordinators was like, how does he get in there? Here's the thing, his question was meant to go, how does the T-Rex get into the building? Yeah. This is what the guy brings up. I'm asking Steven, how does he get in the building? When Steven goes, oh, here's what's gonna happen. The T-Rex, there's a Velociraptor, he's gonna jump in, he's gonna, he's, he's proud, he's gonna jump, and that's when the T-Rex gets in the frame. Oh, you answer my question is, how is he gonna enter this scene in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In which then the guy goes, you know what, fuck it. It does not matter. It does not matter. It, it really doesn't. It is, oh my god. <laughs> and then so, just, you know how he gets the movie? We willed him in there. <laughs> we, the audience, willed him into the building. And just, and I buy that. I, I, buy, I buy the physics of that. Just, he's just fucking munching away, taking a little 
get off my back. Yeah. Slams a Velociraptor. Oh, he fucking slams him good. And then just one more mighty King Kong, fucking I'm the goddamn ruler fucking roar. roar. And the, the fucking banner. sign falls down. Oh, it's oh. so good. Oh, God. It's so good. Okay, so, side tip. And to be fair to Jurassic mm-hmm. World, I think... That is one of the things Jurassic World does all right, where I do think the last, like, ten minutes of Jurassic World are actually pretty awesome. I got the same fist-pumping moment in yeah. the Jurassic World. So, so, to be fair, I know we shit on a lot in this episode, but Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, rather, did nail that, that ending. That's true. We talked about that possibly yeah. back then, too. Yeah. I will say this. Okay, so, uh, I won't go too much into it, but one of my good friends, she had a Jurassic Park wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fun wedding. Just great, good wedding all around. But yeah. she had the, the banner. Okay. She had it. They recreated the banner, put it up there. And I remember going up to her, going, like, listen, if that banner ain't going down by the end of the night, you're doing this wrong. Yeah. It has to be rigged to fall. And she's like, I have been trying to convince my family to let us do that. (laughs) What is wrong with her family? I'm like, you've already committed to a Jurassic Park wedding. Yeah. You go all the way. Yeah. If that's not ending with the bride roaring and then the fucking banner going, we are. Clearly not doing this correctly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, um, so then uh, they chop her out. They chop her out. Alan's uh, looking at some birds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. It's good stuff. Uh, so let's, let's let's talk about our overall feelings and wrap this up because we are at an hour thirty. I think if we wrap it up now, fair. we can stomach this a one part. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Um, so I think one of my larger problems with this movie. Mm. As the kind of the perspective of it in a weird way, sure. Which is, it's it's something that I hate. It, it, it's it's I feel like it's anti science. It's it's anti progress. Like uh-huh. I, I I do feel like it's just something I never really enjoy right. in stories. Mm. Maybe it's because I just so desperately want the singularity to happen where we can all live in computers. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I I don't think we I don't think we need movie songs not to mm. uh, uh, not to progress scientifically. I think we have an, uh, enough shitty humans doing that. <laughs> uh, and I, I I just think a lot of the movies geared towards that in a way that makes it kind of hard for me to get behind. Sure, now. sure. Um, and I can see that. I mean, I guess that's that's probably Michael's credence yeah. issue more than anything else. A lot of his books are about science going wrong. Yeah, he he gets off of that, and that's <laughs> why he doesn't believe in global. Or he didn't. He's no longer with us. He yeah. didn't believe in global warming. Michael right. Crichton. Um, that was a weird thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it makes sense. All his books are about how science sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, is it really that surprising? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> um, so no, I, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, because yeah, I, I prefer. Like there's a, that uh, we we talk about this interesting where where it's like I want to live in a world where I can ride a tier, like a, a, a triceratops. Yeah, that's like that sounds <laughs> delightful. Looks fucking rad. <laughs> um, and then again, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, but the science part. Let's, of not, side. Let, you know, let's not talk about. We talked about this already in the Jurassic World episode. Yeah, what yeah. I was about but to the say. science part aside, like yeah. what else? How was your experience on the film? All, I feel like it doesn't. It doesn't quite come together. Like there's mm-hmm. these last. This last. 20 minute stretch is obviously amazing and there are really really great moments throughout the film yeah but just as a whole it just it I, it kind of loses me at points sure. I feel like it kind of drags there's points where I just feel like yeah, we don't really need this we don't really need this we don't need Nedry mm. we don't need the running dinosaurs I mean it's a fun moment but I, right. I, I don't really see what it adds it just it kind of doesn't and maybe it's maybe I'm holding it to a higher standard because I look at something like Jaws where Jaws is one of the few movies to ever exist where Every second needs to be in the film for it to work, and it's just perfect. Every right. not a second wasted, and it feels like there are parts of Dress Park that are that good, mm-hmm. but the whole movie just doesn't come together, and it's kind of disappointing. And it kind of makes me something makes it something I just don't want to revisit as much. Right, and I realize I don't. 
Like I and that's that I'm I'm in a similar route where I basically go like I like the movie. Yeah. Don't don't shoot me. <laughs> I like the yeah, movie. Yeah, let's be clear on that. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like let's you like the movie, I like the movie. Yeah. And I have I grew up in the decade where clearly I had a lot of strong attachment to the film, but yeah. I'm not blind to the fact that like, yeah, in the long run, compared to the other ones where he's Spielberg is like hundred percent on point. Yeah. I feel this is a B. Yeah. You know, like a solid B. Yeah. Um how you know, like here's like I of course I mean like my my when the movie starts playing and, I'm, and it's at the moments where it nails it, I'm a child again. Yeah. And like I like I for me for some reason Jurassic Park I always associate with as the Universal Studios movie. Yeah. Like this when I think of Universal Studios growing up, I think of Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um especially because I remember when as side note, when as a kid, I convinced my family to take uh to take me uh and my brother to the uh opening weekend at Universal City Walk mm-hmm. in which they had the gates in front of the theater. Like the oh, Jurassic the Park, Park gates, gates. Which I'm like, come on, we have Damn. to watch it there. We have to watch it there. Um, <clears throat> so I have a lot of great memories connected to the film, but I'm not blind. Yeah. And I'm with you on a lot of it, you know. And it's like, in the long run, a movie gets away with energy yeah. and, and, and tone and an entertainment value. Mm-hmm. So the element's like, Ned, yeah, I'm with you. I get it. Yeah. Not point. Not needed. There's a lot, you know, the things we've already talked about is, um, yeah, frivolous. Yeah, um, but overall, a very enjoyable experience. It's super entertaining. And I, we brought this up in Inchino's List, and I want to bring it up again, mm-hmm. in that um, this is, and I, I, can, I firmly believe this, this is the last cultural impacting Steven Spielberg film. What about Saving Private Ryan? And it can be argued there. Because I, I agree with you, but yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. That, that's fair. Actually, you know, it's a fair point. I yeah. think that's, that's arguable. Yeah. And when we, when we get to Saving Private Ryan, you know, I, I might even change my mind on that, yeah. but, uh, and say maybe that is. But I feel like with this one, let's say this is definitely the last pure entertainment Spielberg. Yeah. That hit. That had a huge, yeah. Yeah, that hit the same way as E.T., that hit the same way as Close yeah. Encounters, etc. Yeah. This is the last one. You know, yeah. he's made other movies since. He's made another Jurassic Park yeah. since. And they don't come close to having the impact that this did. And I think a lot of it succeeds on just being a strong enough movie yeah. to be entertaining. But also to revolutionize a lot of movie making. Sorry, no, it's good, it's fine. But it's, it's but like you know, obviously we're, we're talking about the CGI still working, and it's because of the fact that the dinosaur was working. Yeah, <laughs> to, to, to reverse a phrase. Yeah. Uh, um, in this case, is that Spielberg now with his ten years or so many years of lessons that he figured out how to properly use all technology. Yeah, and that's why that this it still holds up. Yeah, and. Because it held up, it's the reason why CGI is now the go-to. Because this movie proved it could work. Yeah. And granted, CGI doesn't work all the time. Yeah. Um, I have a whole tirade on like trying to figure out uh, like when CGI is worthy to be bitched about and when it's not. Yeah. But I can definitely say we live in an era where it's like this is just the norm. This is it's part of making a movie now. Yeah. yeah. And this movie was the the first step yeah. to prove that we can make it be this. Yeah. Abyss aside, you know, movies aside, where we go there with CGI, but this is the one where we go, these are things where we can create that didn't exist, yeah, and they exist. We, we brought them to life. So, uh, no, Ju- Jurassic Park, uh, understandable why it has a latch to a lot of folks. And I feel, but at the same time, I, I'm here going, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, I think that does it. It's a solid episode for uh, Jurassic Park, guys. <laughs> plugs? All right. Um, hi, I'm on Twitter. At Justin Kizan. Uh, of course, I write for Ages of Guard. Um, uh, I'm still on my Instagram at uh, Justin Quiz, doing my video a day. I'm already uh, uh, did all of May. 
Nice. I'm. I did. I did. Uh, uh, we recorded this on June 14th, so I've already got 14 videos into the month of June. Oh, so you're still because it was just May last time. I, I actually spoke. decided, uh, and I saw that you had done a few. I'm not on Instagram, but sure. I occasionally see them when 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 Facebook decides that it, I shall see them as when Which I see them. Which is weird, basically. right? Because I post some media yeah. on Facebook. But, so I, I mean, I knew you were still doing videos, but I did not know you were still doing it daily. Well, that's you know awesome. What, what happened was that uh, I talked to my pal Nate, our pal Nathan, mm-hmm. and he was the one who convinced me. Like, how long are you plan to do it? I'm like, I don't think by the end of the month. He's like, you know what? Just let it ride. Let it ride. <laughs> like for how long? I literally can't do it. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Nice. So um, we'll see how long I'll, I'll, I'll maintain it. You know. So I am currently doing all that. Matt. Yes. Go to BenviewNetwork.com. <laughs> check out all the great shows on there. I'm on a handful of them. Uh, you check out twitter.com slash Dr. Matt Benson. That's where I'm at. The conventional way to say that would be that I'm at Dr. Matt Benson on Twitter. But if you go to twitter.com slash Dr. Matt Benson, that, that will is, take you to my is, page. It's that's a working not inaccurate. way. You're correct. Thank yeah. you. You can send us an email at Ben on. Nope. You can follow us at Ben on Steve. You can send mm-hmm. us an email at Ben on Steve at gmail.com. Yeah. I haven't checked that email in months. So yeah, it is we. Possible. Yeah, no, yeah, we, we might have some people mad at us. <laughs> oh, whoops, it is. Uh, and you can write us a review and rate us on iTunes. We love it when you do that. Big props to Janine uh, Demore, who wrote us a review, friend of mine. Uh, I think I'm saying her name right. I think I'm saying her name right, but it could be G9 because I know on the Twitter she is the G and then 9. Have you never met her? No, this is a face. This is an online friend only, but she's a great sweet. person and she wrote us a nice review, so thank you for that. Oh, sweet, thank you. And if you write us a review, maybe you'll get a shout out like she just did. Actually, you will guarantee it. <laughs> uh, that's it for this month. Yep. Join us next month when, unless, unless we can somehow track down a working copy of Steven Spielberg's director's chair, <laughs> which I don't think we'll do, but I'm going to try. Good luck with that. But I don't. I don't. I do not imagine success. I don't know how. Okay, like, I don't. I don't know how, if you do, I don't know how we're going to do this. No, nor do I, but if I, mean, I can find a working copy of that video game that here's the thing. Steven Spielberg is credited as the director on, I will say this. which has fucking Penn and Teller in it, and, and Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino and, and Jennifer Brand. Aniston. Here's, okay, I will say this. If you do, in fact, get it, mm-hmm. I have played it. You have. I, I have, have not. Here's the thing. I can, if you, I'm going to say this right now. If, let's, this, if this is a miracle, guys. Mm-hmm. If you have it. And you end up playing it. I will go off memory, and you tell okay. me. Okay, I'm excited about that. But <laughs> don't hold your hopes because I, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna put Lord my, knows how we're gonna get chance it. of success at one percent. Uh, but unless if I, for some reason I can find my copy. Holy shit, holy that would be amazing. Shit. Good. Uh, so. Maybe we'll talk about that. I wouldn't bet on it. Our no. next episode will probably be Jurassic Park Two: The Lost World. Mm-hmm. Which was 97, so I think maybe it was the theatrical release I wanted to go to, because that would have been 6 then, so that tracks. Yeah, that makes sense. Alright. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week when we're either talking about a weird fucking video game or more dinosaurs. (laughs) See ya.
out there in Benview podcast land. My name is Josh, and this is Jesse. Hello. And we happen to do a podcast about video games called the Extra Damage Cast. Indeed we do. If you like to talk about video games, or more accurately, listen to other people talk about video games, you should check out our podcast. It's at extradamage.com or on the Benview Network website, whatever that is. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.